night, everybody. Good to see you. Not for another Facebook Live or whatever we want to call it. Um, we're still trying to get out to other platforms, but thanks to the uh, Corona panic, not, uh, I, I'm not going to say the coronavirus, the Corona panic, everything that usually takes like two days to get, it's taken two weeks to get, and so we're, st- we're still trying to get out to other platforms live, but we're still kind of limited to our live stream and uh, Facebook, so anyway, we're here, so I'm going to hop right to it. I want you to know the theme of today's show theme of today's show all they did was document a flu season for you that's part one all they did was document a flu season for you and get ready for this one you're already a killer anyway and you'll see what i'm talking about in just a minute so one more time all they did was document a flu season for you and you're already a killer anyway all right i want to hop right into this I'm going to be kind of all over the place, so I hope you can just stay with me. I, obviously, I've got lots of material to go over with you, and the first one that I want to do is a video that I downloaded by Dr. Rashid Butar, and uh, he's talking about you know the coronavirus and patented, patents for coronavirus, and I've been saying for a long time, and a lot of people don't know this, but you don't manufacture a virus. But you can take an existing virus and manipulate it. And that is what he's talking about here. And there is a U.S. patent. I want everybody to know this. There is a U.S. patent on coronavirus. And the patent number, you can look this up for yourself. You know, again, lots of people will put on, on my page, I don't agree with them. or what. Well, what are you not agreeing with? The U.S. patent number is 2006 Two five seven eight five two. Put a U.S. in front of it, and that's the number. And it's for severe acute respiratory syndrome, which is coronavirus. This patent was bought by GlaxoSmithKline. It was actually bought by a pharmaceutical company. It's one of the ten largest pharmaceutical uh, companies in the world. GlaxoSmithKline. And guess what they specialize in? They actually specialize in manufacturing what? manufacturing vaccines now there is a european patent also for a coronavirus vaccine here is the number check it for yourself i don't believe this guy well you don't believe facts and data then it is ep 317-2319b1 it was applied for in 2014 and lo and behold when was it granted when was, the, when was this patent for this vaccine granted? November 2019. The Savior, just in time, but actually created six years ago. Who applied for this patent? Who applied for this patent for 317-231-9B? EP 317-231-9B. That's a European, 9B1. That's the European patent for the corona for a coronavirus vaccine who applied for it a outfit an institute by the name of the peer or pure bright pure bright institute or pure or per bright institute i'm not sure it's pronounced it's p-i-r and then b-r-i-g-h-t institute and who is that who applied for this coronavirus vaccine patent who did it the Pure Bright Institute. Who owns the Pure Bright Institute? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They applied for that one along with 
another one, EP3172319A1, and many others in in reference to the coronavirus. All you have to do is pull up European patents. It will come up. You can search it for yourself. This is what's really going on. Oh, this is all conspiratorial. How's it conspiratorial? If you pull up, you go to the European patent website, it has Pure Bright Institute with multiple requests for coronavirus patents. And Pure Bright is Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. See, they never thought anybody would look into this. I think these people still think that we're in the TV generation. I Believe me, I still kind of wish that we were. But a lot, they think that we're still in there. No, people can look all this stuff up. It's actually a conspiracy done by a bunch of fools. That's what it really is because they're forgetting a lot of people can actually look into this stuff. So here we go. Another thing. Ventura County, California. This is from, what's today, the 7th. So this is three days ago. And speaking here is uh, Dr. Robert Levin, who's the health director of Ventura County Public Health. And he said, quote, we will be hiring, bringing on 10 contact tracers, invested contact tracers slash investigators, and then 50, and then maybe more. And then he said that the state will be hiring thousands of contact tracers, contact investigators. What for? To find COVID-19 patients. Iso- quote, isolate them all. Find out who they were in contact with. Make sure they stay quarantined. We will check on them every day. And again, I just want to say to my fellow Americans, starting in descending order, from Christian to conservative to red state to blue state, this is what you want? This, this is what you have acquiesced to? This is, this is the country that you want to live in? And they're like, well, this is a pandemic. No, it's not. And believe me, I'll show you once again. I don't know if it does any good. I know in a lot of ways that I'm preaching to the choir, but maybe one person will actually see that they're being fooled by a totalitarian state and totalitarian leaders like this goofball. To isolate them all, he said, find out who they were in contact with, make sure they stay quarantined. We will check on them every day. Quarantine mom of the year. This is what you want? Mask wearers. This is what you want? I just saw, I can't even give it, get it out of my mind. One of my favorite UFC fighters is Daniel Cormier. And I just saw the most ridiculous video with him on there, sitting in an airport with his goofy, stupid mask on, talking about how one in three people around him are not wearing a mask and he wishes he could go back to quarantine. That's a completely ill-informed willfully ignorant person i know he can beat me up i get it i don't care he's willfully uninformed uninformed for some unknown reason and willfully ignorant he must not know that the only thing that he could catch from anybody is a virus with a 0.1 or less percent chance of killing him post-infection so why are you wearing a mask to begin with Try not to get all into that right now. So here we go. On with Ventura County, California with Dr. Robert Levin. There will be thousands hired, he says, as contact investigators, contact tracers. They say that it's amazing to me that people like this say this without batting an eye. How do they not hearken back to Nazi Germany? How do they not hearken back to Soviet Russia, to current China? How do they not hearken back to these things? How do, how do they not think of Benito Mussolini? 
I mean, it hasn't been that long ago. How do they not think of Venezuela and other communist states? How do they not think of the Castro brothers? How does this not sound like them? Is it, is it that our education system has become so dilapidated in facts and knowledge that these people are just uneducated fools? How does it not seem, how does it not seem odd to you to talk about in contact investigators isolating them all? How does that not isolating all the people that you find? How does, they say it without batting an eye. But he says, but, but don't, don't worry. Here, this will bring great comfort to you. They will receive intensive training, he said. Not only to find COVID patients, but the ones they've come into contact with. But also, here's the great part. They're, they, they're also going to be receiving sensitivity training so that when they force people into quarantine, they'll be sensitive about it. Here's the best part of it all. If a patient, this is a quote from him, it's not an exact quote, but it's basically a quote. Patients found in a house that have one bathroom, as an example, where you have a COVID patient in there, somebody who tests positive for COVID. If you have somebody in there, they obviously can't share the same bathroom with other people in the house who are not infected. So they're going to remove the COVID patient. Quarantine mom of the year, Christian mom who's now sowing fear into your entire family by staying home wearing a goofy mask. You're going to be okay with them coming in? Say your seven-year-old gets, has COVID, tests positive for COVID. They're going to remove them. You all right with that? Well, it can never happen here. Are you so sure? Because nobody ever thought this would happen one year ago. I didn't think this would happen two months ago. I didn't think it would happen three months ago. My eyes have been opened about the fools that we share this country with who are perfectly willing to yield it to tyranny, who are perfectly willing at a moment's notice, as I always say, to grab their ankles and jump on the lap of government. And yes, I'm talking to Christians and churchgoers who stopped going to church, who perfectly supported closing down churches and are sitting at home right now supporting this tyrannical stuff with your goofy masks on in your goofy quarantine activities. Listen to what they're planning to do. Oh, Tom, you're a conspiracy. How am I a conspiracy theorist? How am I not telling you what's true? That, that, that's just, that's off the mainstream media. How am I not telling you what's true? Here's a great, this is a great, this is a little bit old, and, but I, you know, a lot of you've only heard one line from this, but this is from Elon Musk. And this was from about a week ago. And he said in a short rant complete with expletives, Elon Musk doubled down on, this is from Business Insider, doubled down on his stance against the shelter-in-place orders introduced by various U.S. states in recent weeks in an effort to stop the novel coronavirus. The Tesla chief executive did not mince words on an interview uh, on a Wednesday conference call following the company's surprise first quarter profit when he said Tesla's forced factory shutdowns were a serious risk to the electric car maker's business. Frankly, I would call it forcible imprisoning of people in their homes against all of their constitutional rights, in my opinion, he said. It's breaking people's freedoms in ways that are horrible and wrong and not why they came to America. Think about this. Or built this country. And he says, what the F, excuse me, outrage, outrage. Unbelievable. Back on March 6th, as the first, uh, as the U.S. first began reporting cases within its borders, the billionaire first said panic about the coronavirus is dumb. He was right. 
It is dumb. It's absolutely dumb. We'll get into that. Known U.S. cases now top a million. Well, they do top. The cases top in the millions. There's millions and millions. That's that's the. I don't agree with the CDC in any way, shape, or form because all the studies that are coming out, the multiple in L.A. County, Boston, Miami, New York, Iran, even has a study. There's millions and millions of people infected and have already gotten over it, never knew they had it. Some of them had a sniffle, which drives down the death rate to 0.1%, at times a little bit more, and at many, many times less than even the flu. So he says, is dumb. Now, known U.S. cases now top a million, you know, it does. On Tuesday, he ratcheted up his complaints on Twitter, urging leaders to free America now and praising Texas' plan to relax rules starting Friday. Again, this is a week old. It will come, I, I wanted people to hear the entire article because all they ever heard was the, the one sentence with the F word in it. It will cause great harm, not just to Tesla, but to many companies, Musk said on a call. Musk said on a call. And while Tesla will weather the storm, there are many, many companies that will not. Everything people have worked for their whole life is being destroyed in real time. Musk even went so far to call it undemocratic for state governments to order shutdowns on businesses deemed non-essential. If somebody wants to stay in their house, that's great, and they, are, they should be able to. Of course, hey, you want to stay in your house the rest of your life? Go right ahead. I don't care. Nor should anybody, he said. But to, but to say they cannot leave their house and that they will be arrested if they do, that's fascist. That is not democratic. That is not freedom. Give people their cuss word freedom. That's what he said. Now, this one here, this is a video that's gone viral. I don't know how long it'll stay up, if it is still up. The first video that I used from, uh, what was his name again, Dr. Uh, Butar, that one's already been taken down from the fascists at YouTube. It's claiming that it violates their community standards. I don't know how could it violate their community standards. Where's the violence? Where's the nudity? There is nothing. Where's the call to violence? There is nothing. Try not to get off into that one, Tom. So here we go. Dr. Jane Mikovits. Most of you have seen this. What I did was I broke it down into notes so that you know exactly what it was that she said in this video because sometimes it gets a little confusing. So I spent like I don't know how long breaking it down line for line. If you don't know this, it's Dr. Jane Mikovits. Those of you, again, I'm reaching out to try to get you to save your country. See, a lot of you, you think that this is over because, because states are partially reopening under certain constraints. No, it's not over. It's not over right here in Florida either. Florida has been handled way better than basically every other state in the union with the ones, with the exceptions of the ones that had zero lockdowns. Right after that, we're first right after those states. But it's not good here either. This is not over. Tyranny is all around you. So get the, you write this down, Dr. Jane Mikovits. It's M-I-K-O-V-I-T-S. It might be Mikovits instead of Mike, whatever, however I said it. She's a PhD 
Pull it up on YouTube. Read it, watch it for yourself. Molecular biologist. This video is about as famous as all the, the uh, uh, hair salon videos that came out about the woman arrested at the hair salon, which I'll go over briefly in a minute. But since so many of you have seen that, I'm not going to go over it in great detail. But this woman is a, this doctor is a molecular biologist and medical research. She was put, medical researcher, she was put in jail and never charged. If you've ever been, if you've ever been in law enforcement, you know that that's technically not possible. You can be put in jail for a small period of time without being formally charged, but eventually you've got to be formally charged. She never was and languished in jail for I don't know how long. Now she talks about Anthony Fauci, the current head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, who's basically running the response, the United States response to the coronavirus. Listen, He is a bought and paid for hack. I know he's worshipped by many people like Andrew Cuomo is, who is also a bought and paid for hack. Anthony Fauci is not a scientist. He has not been one for forever. I know he has the credentials as a scientist. What he is is an entrepreneur going after money. That's who he really is. But she speaks about him in the NIAID, that's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. And she says that he every, basically everything that he says about the coronavirus is propaganda. This woman knows what she's talking about. She used to work with the man. Well, I don't believe you. Well, then you don't believe her. Then you don't believe her. I get not believing a redneck pastor from Inglewood, Florida, but I'm telling you exactly what she said. She said Anthony Fauci directed the cover-up of Dr. Mikovits's HIV study. She was part of a team that isolated the HIV virus, which they isolated and determined that it was the cause of AIDS. It was a confirmatory study. They isolated HIV and they found out, you know what, here we go. This is the, the reason it is the cause of AIDS. She had a paper along with another doctor named Rossetti, Dr. Rossetti, ready with their conclusions. Fauci wanted and demanded their paper. Fauci and Robert Gallo were working to spin the study another way. Fauci found out about her paper and demanded under the threat of termination under the threat of firing, that she give up her paper to him. She refused, but her colleague, Rossetti, after being bullied by Fauci, gave it over to her to him. Fauci holds up Malkovitz's and Rossetti's findings for several months. Now, I want you to think about what that means. You have the human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, has just been found out, this is 1982, has just been found out, to be the cause of AIDS. And some fool, some idiotic fool. You know, a lot of you, I want to pause right here as I use the word idiotic fool. Tom, you shouldn't, you know, we don't really care for your your language. It's not Christ-like. Okay, well, you know, I wrote down a few things that Jesus called people. Hypocrites, whitewashed tombs, Satan, sons of hell, and an adulterous generation. And that's just to name a few. And he made a whip of cords and drove them all out of the temple. I want to say to Christians, Are you sure that the demeanor that you're looking for is Christ-like? Because maybe you should read the Bible and find out if you're really following the Jesus of the Bible or the Jesus that was created in your own machinations. Maybe you should check. 
Because the Jesus who made a whip of cords, who called people sons of hell, are you, are you sure you even want to follow that guy? And I say something like idiotic or fool or stupid and you, don't want, and, you, and you discount everything I say after that? Are you sure you're following the real Jesus or the one that you've made up in your own mind? That you, maybe you've listened to one too many soft-pedaled, arc-style, goofy messages. Sand and stars, naked and unafraid. The ones they, they kipe off the internet week after week instead of praying over them. Maybe you've listened to one too many of those sermons and you're following the wrong Jesus. Christians, think about those things. So her colleague, bullied by Fauci, gives up the paper... Fauci holds on to that paper for months while HIV spreads like wildfire all over Africa, killing millions of people while he sits there revising this paper, allegedly. So he holds it up. He gets the, he gets the paper from Dr. Mike Mikevitz's colleague, and he holds on to the findings for months, costing millions of lives as HIV AIDS spreads all over a continent. Robert Gallo, Fauci's buddy, writes his own paper and takes all the credit with, now pay attention to this, with patents involved. Whenever you hear patent involved, that means people are getting paid. If you end up using their patented material, their patented viruses, their patented vaccines, they make money. And I'll go over in a minute, government workers who on government time making government money at taxpayers' expense, if they make a discovery, they get to claim the patent personally and profit from it, i.e. Anthony Fauci. Tom, this is conspiracy. Are you sure? Have you even looked? Do you know? I've looked. I've spent hours looking. Have you? I wish it wasn't true. I would love to go back and believe what I believed a year ago, two years ago, four months ago. I would love to do it, but I can't. So you have a choice. Discover the truth and the truth will set you free or be soccer mom, quarantine, mom of the year and dump your head in the sand. So Robert Gallo, Fauci's buddy, writes his own paper. Now this is months later after who knows how many people have been infected with HIV AIDS. And remember, HIV lays dormant. So who knows? Millions. Because nobody knew what was causing AIDS. They found out and Fauci sat on it for months so he could make a dime. And way more than a dime. HIV was isolated in 1982 and 83 as the cause of AIDS. And the, revela- and the revelation of that was delayed by Fauci until 1984. That's a fact. You don't believe it? That's fine. Millions died because of it. A New York writer, an AIDS activist, his, what was his, I can't remember his name, called Fauci the Bertie Madoff of science, <laughs> a Ponzi scheme profiteer. Robert, Robert Redfield, see, I was about to say Redford, Robert Redfield, who is the current CDC head, and Fauci had the AIDS therapy patents. Remember what I just told you? Government employees, of which Fauci is and was, they can use government dollars. 
government taxpayer dollars in their research if they discover something they can patent it themselves and profit from it so robert redfield the current head of the cdc and fauci had the aids therapy patents and pushed al2 therapy which dr mikovitz says is the wrong therapy for aids the problem she's noted was what's called the by dole act and she said it must be repealed. It gave That's the government worker part. It gave the government workers the right to personally patent their discoveries. They made on government time at taxpayer expense. It must be repealed. So now profit is the goal. Not science and not healing people. Profit is the goal. She said, there is no vaccine on the schedule that works on NRA cases. What NRA stands for is ribonucleic acid. Ribonucleic acid. I keep saying the F in there. Ribonucleic acid. And it causes, RNA causes common cold, flu, SARS, COVID-19, Hep C, Hep E, West Nile, Ebola, rabies, polio, and measles. She said there is no true vaccine for any of those things. And she said their vaccines will kill millions. Now this is somebody who knows what she's talking about. She worked with Anthony Fauci. Dr. Jane Mikovits, molecular biologist, not goofy Inglewood, redneck pastor, molecular biologist, medical researcher who isolated. It's on the record. She isolated the cause of AIDS, HIV. Continuing, COVID-19, she said, cannot be a natural occurrence. Why? Because it occurred through SARS-1. And that should have taken 800 years naturally. COVID-19 came from SARS-1. It's manipulated. Remember, you can get a patent by manipulating viruses. I'm not saying somebody let it loose on purpose. The bridge, I can't cross that bridge yet. But what I am saying is it was manipulated because normally for the virus, to mutate into COVID-19, it would take 800 years. It took one decade. One decade from SARS-1 to COVID-19. That's a fact. It's a fact. Well, I don't believe you. Fine, don't, just, don't believe that you're breathing oxygen then. Fine. Don't believe there's gravity. Fine. She said it came from either Fort Detrick here in the United States or the Wuhan lab. NIAID, which is Fauci, had been doing experiments with the Wuhan lab on coronavirus. How do you, how does, how do you not see this? I, I, I marvel at the people who initially said that they didn't think that this virus came from the Wuhan lab, the single largest laboratory facility in the world that holds viruses. And lo and behold, they're doing numerous experiments there on COVID-related uh, COVID coronaviruses. 
And lo and behold, it breaks out there and nobody thinks it came from there. Listen, again, you're not going to like it. Just remember, Jesus called people a son of hell and whitewashed tombs. How dumb can you be and still suck in oxygen and breathe? You think you'd almost be too dumb to breathe and, and think that this did not come from the Wuhan lab. It started there. She criticized the liberal approach to mortality espoused by Dr. Linda Burks on the coronavirus task force whispering in, Donald, in President, Trump, President Trump's ear every day. She said many doctors and nurses, well, she didn't say, the commentator said, many doctors and nurses have put out videos questioning the treatment of COVID-19 and the pressuring of doctors to put down the cause of death as being COVID-19 on death certificates. Why would that ever happen? Why, why, I mean, to say, why don't you ever ask questions? Why don't people ever ask questions? Why would a doctor ever be pressured to put something on a death certificate? I mean, this is simple logic. Don't need to pray about it. Don't need to meditate on it. It's simple logic. Why would anybody from the CDC or from the governor's office, anybody trying to get money, go to a doctor and say, Put COVID-19 as the cause of death. Perhaps it's because the, the hospitals get three times the amount of government money if it's a COVID death. Could that be? Or could it be to justify and add to the death count? Oh, no, it couldn't be. Then why would, okay, then tell me their motivation then. I'll wait. She, he, she was asked, why was Italy so bad? She said, because it's an older population with lot, and they have lots of inflammatory disease. Also, in 2019, the Italian population was given an untested, here we go, she already said it, their flu vaccines will kill millions. Their vaccines will kill millions, not just their flu vaccines. The Italian population in 2019 was given a new untested flu vaccine with four different strains of flu, including the swine flu, H1N1. Now, how did they develop it? They developed that vaccine, and they developed lots of vaccines through animal cells. Namely, this one was a, a cell line from dogs who have lots of coronaviruses. I, I, why, I, I just can't believe people can't see this. And that the commentator asked her, hydrochloroquine, what happened? The American Medical Association threatened doctors would lose their licenses if they used it. There's one. It's been on the list of essential medicine for 70 years. Has anybody seen a test that's come back bad? And I'm not talking about one bad case. I mean a study that's come back of treatments with hydroxychloroquine has anybody seen where they've done they've used it on hundreds of people and hundreds of people weren't made well? So why is it out everywhere? You're like, Tom, you don't believe that this is a, you know, a real situation. I do believe it's a real situation. I don't think it's an apocalyptic pandemic and I don't think you need to social distance or quarantine or shut down churches and businesses and collapse a $5 trillion economy for something that has a 0.1% post-infection death rate. But for those who are sick, I obviously want them to be made well. Remember, the premise behind, the theme behind this entire talk today is all they did was document for you, for the first time ever, step by step, day by day, a flu season, everybody freaked out, 
ran to their homes, put masks on, and buried their heads in the sand, and basically acquiesced to totalitarianism. That's what happened. And again, you're already a killer. I'll explain that to you in a minute. Hydroxychloroquine has been on the essential medicine list for 70 years. Fauci called its success in treating coronavirus anecdotal. What does that mean? A lot of us see that. What what the world does anecdotal mean? I didn't know either. It means storytelling. He says that the success of hydroxychloroquine, the antithesis of what every other doctor is saying that's actually used it. Remember, he's never out doing anything. He sits on his throne and pontificates. That's all he does. He's not out treating patients. He hasn't treated a patient in 30 years or more because he was back in the labs in the 80s. Who knows how long it's been since this man has seen a patient if he ever has. He calls the success of hydroxychloroquine anecdotal? Storytelling? How many many success stories have you seen personally? Go ahead, send, send me a message. How many have you seen? It's unbelievable. There are literally thousands of pages of data, Dr. Mikovits said. Thousands, there are literally thousands of pages of data stating it's effective against these types of viruses. How much does hydroxychloroquine cost? Here's the problem. Fauci can't profit from it. His buddy at the CDC can't profit from it. Bill Gates can't profit from it because it's been around for 70 years. I don't think Bill Gates is even 70 yet, is he? It's been around since before he was born. They can't profit from it. The patent's gone. It's run out. How much does hydroxychloroquine cost per, per dose? 50 cents a dose. She wrote, she said this. You can treat a thousand people with two doses per day for seven days for $600. That's why you're not seeing hydroxychloroquine all over the place. And if you don't believe that, you're just choosing to be willfully ignorant. She said, this is essential medicine and they are keeping it from the people. That's just facts and data. That's just simple facts and data. It's up to you whether you want to believe it or not. She was asked this question. Is it safe to say that, that say anything that cannot be patented is shut down because there's no money to be made? And she said, her answer was, Dr. Mikovits, absolutely, that is fair to say. Where's the, where's the hydroxychloroquine? Where is it? It's like disappeared off the face of the earth. Onward, she said, the goal is to prevent the therapies having everybody infected push their vaccines with their patents. Billy Gates, Anthony Fauci, their patents. Guess who makes all the money? Remember, don't forget what I said at the beginning. Who is it that's got all the corona, uh, all the corona patent requests at the European Union? Billy Gates. That's a fact. Look it up yourself. Pure Bright Institute. Bill and Melinda Gates. That's them. They own that. It's a fact. Well, I'd rather not believe the facts. Okay, go ahead. Just put your mask back on. Put it over your eyes and your ears too. 
The goal is to prevent the therapies, have everyone infected, push their vaccines with their patents, knowing the flu vaccines increase the odds of contracting COVID by 36%. That is from a military study. Soldiers giving, given flu shots, they were more susceptible to coronaviruses post getting their flu vaccines. Coronaviruses are in every animal. So if you were ever injected with a flu vaccine, you were injected with coronavirus. They, they, what they do is they manipulate the viruses to make a vaccine through animal slash dog cell lines. Dogs and animals all have coronaviruses. So you get them naturally in the vaccine because the vaccine was created through their cell structure. You know, Tom, who made you an epidemiologist? I'm reading her stuff. I don't have to be. I'm reading her stuff. Again, what's her credentials? Again, what is it? Dr. Jane Mikovits, molecular biologist, medical researcher. So all the idiots out there go, I I can't wait for all my friends to stop being... uh, constitutional attorneys and epidemiologists and go back to normal. I'm not claiming that. I'm reading her paper verbatim. Verbatim. Man, I was going to try not to get all excited and I'm already sweaty and excited now. Here we go. So they were injected with it. Coronaviruses are in every animal. So if you ever were injected with a flu vaccine, you were injected with coronavirus because that's where they derive the vaccine from animal cell lines it's just a fact you will choose what you want with vaccines i don't care i'm not getting them my kids don't didn't get them the thing is you make your own decisions i'm reading you material from a molecular biologist she speaks all over the country watch her 26 minute video and change your life choose to not be ignorant this is a classic now get ready all the mask wearers out there and all those tempted to wear them i will never wear a mask now i know that to go into certain stores they make you do it i get it all right i get that if somebody's private property and they and they and they say you have to wear it okay you know whatever but the thing is in public on my own where i where i am free where i'm not on somebody's private property i will point first of all i will avoid that very store or private property for as much as as long as i possibly can unless they were selling bullets i wouldn't go there i'm not wearing some stupid ridiculous mask here's what she said dr jane michael tom you're saying it over and over again yeah because i want you to know it's not from me Dr. Jane Mikovits, molecular biologist, medical researcher, putting on masks. It causes your immune system to drop. Constant use of alcohol gel drops your immune system. You're making yourself weaker every day you sit in your home. It reduces. This is from the docs in LA. Remember the ones they shut off of YouTube for violating their community standards. No nudity, no violence, no call to violence, but it violates their community standard. 
from the docks in LA, this is what they said, putting on masks. They use them in an acute setting, which means like if they're in a room with somebody with COVID, you're in a small setting or you're in a room with somebody with the flu. They put on the mask in an acute short-term setting. That's it. We have all these goofballs driving around with them, walking around for hours and hours and hours. There's car crashes that are happening because people are passing out because they're sucking in their own carbon dioxide instead of oxygen. Again, that is being too dumb to breathe. From the docks in LA, Dr. Erickson. Constant use of alcohol gel drops your immune system. It reduces your bacterial flora. What does that mean? It means that your good bacteria that fights off the bad bacteria is dying with your constant mask wearing and your constant Lysol spraying and your alcohol gel rubbing. The docs in LA said reopening in reopening, there will be mass illness because everyone's immune system has been compromised. And then they're going to blame it again and take us into shutdown two, even though we never ended shutdown one, because most people are not even in phase one of reopening yet. Not that there should even be any phases. She said, we are doing the exact opposite of what we should be doing to contain and create immunity so you know i pulled this off of facebook just some worthless dribble that's circulating and i wrote somebody put this out first of all i wear a mask in public not for me but for you no thank you just take it off and cough on me i want you to know that i am educated enough to know that i could be asymptomatic and still give you the virus okay you get if you give me the virus it has like a, first of all, in the state of Florida, 0.001% chance of ever getting it. And if you, are, if you do ever get it, you have a 0.1 or less percent chance of dying from that. Everyone get what 0.1 is? One-tenth of 1% 1 chance of dying from it. And that's on average. Most people, there's zero chance. If you're healthy, it's, it's zero chance statistically. Don't give me the one exception of the one guy. That's the way it is everywhere statistically if you're healthy you have a zero percent chance of dying from this sickness i don't need you to wear a mask don't wear it and cough on me i'd rather strengthen my immune system anyway no i don't live in fear <laughs> yeah you do of the virus i just want to be a part of the solution you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem you're weakening your own immune system which makes you more vulnerable to all viruses I don't feel like the government is controlling me. I feel like this is circulating all over Facebook. I feel like I'm being a contributing adult to society and I want to teach others the same. I don't need your education. The world doesn't revolve around me. It's not all about me and my comfort. Absolute, uneducated dribble. If we all could live with other people's consideration in mind, this whole world would be a much better place. Wearing a mask doesn't make me weak, scared, stupid, or even controlled. Let me, let me tell you what it makes you. Weak, scared, stupid, and, and even controlled. That's, that's what you are because you've believed a complete and total lie and you strapped a goofy, stupid mask on your face. It makes me considerate. No, you don't. No, it doesn't doesn't make you consider at all it makes you a liar and a spreading and a spreader of lies that's what it makes you 
When you think about how you look, how uncomfortable it is, or what others think of you, just imagine someone close to you, a father, a mother, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, choking on a respirator. It's already been proven. It's on the CDC website that people 65 years of age or older, their hospitalization rate is the same as a bad flu season with COVID. Don't, don't believe me. I don't care. Go type it on the CDC website. So that statement is a bold-faced lie. Ask yourself if, it, if you could have sucked it up a little for now for them. The answer is, it's not a matter of sucking up anything. That's, that is a straw man argument. It's gaslighting. It's not about whether to, you have to suck things up. It's whether or not you believe a lie or not. Anybody writing that is a liar, a, contribu- a contributor to lies, and is submitting to lies. That's where we're at. All right, onward. Moving on to some new, some uh, some news. Let's going on. Some of this you may have heard. Some of you, some 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 of it maybe not. So here we go. Failed Trump challenger. This is from Breitbart five five. Challenger Hillary Clinton on Tuesday warned that Americans will suffer as the Trump administration signaled it is engaging in preliminary talks to shut down the coronavirus task force. Okay, whatever Hillary Clinton says not to do, do. Whatever she says to do, don't do. So if she's against shutting down the coronavirus task force, Trump should do it. Toymaker Mattel sales, this is also from Breitbart, plunged 14% in the first three months of the year. That's not good. The company reported Tuesday, the company reported a net loss of $210 million or 61 cents per share. You sure you don't want to come out of lockdown yet? It's only going to get worse as I read. Get ready. Here's here's the uh, Dallas hairdresser. A Dallas hair salon owner who defied a coronavirus lockdown order will spend seven days in jail. According to local news report, the salon owner refused to keep her business closed and defied a direct cease and desist order from Dallas County Judge Clay Akins, who is a pompous, arrogant fool. He said at her at her sentencing. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I'm trying not to knock the microphone off my desk. At her sentencing for keeping your business open, we're sentencing Americans for keeping their businesses open. He said that she should apologize to the government. So again, let me just do what I usually do. So this is in the state of Texas in the Dallas area. So again, there must be an order for you to be so tyrannical and draconian that a hair salon has to be closed. There must be just this apocalyptic, horrid pandemic stacking bodies everywhere, right? In the state of Texas. So I ran the numbers again for everybody. This is from today from the CDC. How many deaths in the state of Texas? How many people live in the state of Texas? 30 million. How many deaths? 906. So in the state of Texas, you have a point. Zero, zero, three percent chance of dying of COVID. Let me just explain that number. That's three one thousands of one percent chance of dying of COVID. Three one thousands 
of 1% chance of dying of COVID and you have a goofy, idiotic judge sentencing a hair salon owner to jail time. I know the good stuff that's come out, but where were they before? I know about the state attorney general saying that he would take her place in the jail. I know about and paying her fine and Governor Abbott has come out. I don't care. This never should have got to this place. Those two men have bought into this. I like that they're taking some steps forward, but if you're only taking partial steps forward, that means that you've bought into the lie. That it's an apocalyptic pandemic. If you believe that it's an apocalyptic pandemic, then you believe in phase one opening, phase two opening. We, we can do this carefully. We can do this safely. It's all a lie. Point one or less percent chance of dying post-infection from this thing. Identical to the flu. All that's happened, all that's happened is that they have documented day for day, day by day for you on the CDC website and on Trump's coronavirus task force and all the liberal media are documenting a flu season for you. Has the same numbers and same death rates and it freaks everybody out. Most of us who have already seen him do this before knew, but I guess for some, again, in descending order, Christians and conservatives lost their brain somewhere around March. You left it somewhere. Tom, what are you talking about when you say you're already a killer? Okay, well, let's look. Going back to our mask-wearing friend, you know, they wear a mask. Let me get my sheet back out there. I love, the, I love some of the goofy statements. First of all, I wear a mask in public, not for me, but for you. Okay. So, allegedly, you're wearing a mask so that you, they said to you earlier that you don't want to put anybody on a ventilator and watch them choke to death, right? You've already done it before anyway. There's not a soul watching this that hasn't spread the flu to somebody, knowingly or unknowingly. You, I mean, you were sick and you went to work anyway. Did you? I have. Um, you went to, you, you, you didn't know you had it. It's flu season. If, they, if, the, if flu season was documented the same way, right? If, if flu was documented the same way, then people would be, be wearing masks during the flu season. Because you could potentially kill somebody. That, that, that's our precedent now, right? You could potentially kill somebody, so wear a mask, right? You've already killed people. You've, so have I. You've already given somebody else the flu at some time in your life. You gave it to somebody, you gave it to somebody, who gave it to somebody, and somebody died. That's, that's a fact. That's how we've chosen to live in our freedoms. And now because they've documented one flu season for you, you're strapping on a mask and acting like you're saving lives. You're already a killer. And you're not saving anybody's li lives by wearing it anyway. It, can go, it doesn't just come out of your mouth. Moving on. Shelly Luther, that's our lady from Dallas, from Dallas Hair Salon. I think she's raised like a couple, several hundred thousand dollars. Awesome. Keep it going. Michigan small business owner Jay Allen has had enough of Governor Gretchen Whitmer's, haven't we all, stay-at-home order and reopened on Friday to safely accommodate customers. Allen and his wife own Market 41, a 30-vendor antique shop in downtown Nuevo, a small town about 35 miles north of Grand Rapids. Again, 
He's having to violate the stay-at-home order. He's risking going to jail. I don't know what's happened to him since. But again, let's look at the Michigan numbers. In order for that to be, right? In order for you to have a stay-at-home order, which she just extended for another, for another several weeks. And by the way, right before I came on here, speaking of old Gretchy here, Gretchy Whitmer, she now wants to ban guns in the capital of Michigan. She came out and she's supported by conservatives. I mean, how could any conservative, yes, I'm trying not to scream, but how could any conservative support anything Gretchen Whitmer does knowing that her motives are tyrannical? She loves this. She loves every day. You're essential. No, you're non-essential. Okay, you're kind of essential. You're essential today. You're not essential tomorrow. She loves it. She loves the power. Governor, let me come and kiss your ring so that I can be essential. She loves every minute of it. All the, all the tyrannical governor hacks love it. They love every minute of it. I got a long list of the, and you guys can send me, I wrote a long list of the, the uh, most tyrannical governors, of which she's one of them. Tom Wolf, Pennsylvania, Whitmer, Michigan, Murphy, Jersey, Cuomo, New York, Sisolak, Nevada, Cape Brown, Oregon, Northam, Virginia, Bashir, Kentucky, Pritzker, Illinois, Charlie Baker, Massachusetts, Janet Mills, Maine, Gavin Newsom, California, Jared Paulus, Colorado, Jay Inslee, Washington. These are a bunch of tyrannical people who love to deem as essential and non-essential. Every, they love it. They love deeming it every day. Oh, what can I do today? Okay, you know what? You get to be essential. And of course, every single time, Planned Parenthood is always essential. Always. You know, going and getting a cancer screening, everybody's too scared to do that, but Planned Parenthood's open, don't worry about it. Elective surgeries are, you, you can't get a knee replaced right now, go limp around, but you can go kill a person. That's, that's what these, all of them believe that. All of them. They're baby-killing monsters and Christians, quarantine mom of the year, Christians, you, this is who's dictating to you what you're doing. Well, I just don't believe that. Okay, don't, I guess. I don't know. There's, there's nothing to say. When you go up to somebody and they're a man and you say to them, you're a man. They say, no, I identify as a woman. It's over. What do, you, what do you do? There's nothing left to do. There's nothing left to say. If you go up to somebody and you say, you're a man, you are biologically a man. And he says, I identify as a woman. Okay, that's over. It's the same thing with any, any denier here. These are all baby butchering governors who are the ones disseminating the marching orders about lockdowns. And the Christians are in their houses. And you're like, I, you know, a lot of us watching this, you're like, no, I know a lot of people. It's a small circle, my friends. It is a small circle. Because who, I mean, listen, I watched the, the protests in California. I watched them. I'm on it as much as all you guys are. And I support them 100%. It breaks my heart to actually see all the liberal Democrats out there fighting the Christian fight. Where are the churches in California that should have just stayed open and took your pinch like a man, pastors? Like Rodney Howard Brown did. Like Pastor Tony Snell did. They didn't. So you got all the liberal Democrats who are fed up out in California smoking a doobie and going out to the protest and doing the Christian's job. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery by Gretchen Whitmer or Andrew Cuomo or Phil Murphy or anybody else.
So I guess to have these totalitarian requirements that a, a, a person who owns an antique store, how many people go into an antique store? How many people go in? You can't keep it open. It's not 500 people in there. It's like four max. Go in, hey, look, you know, look at this, you know, this statue of what? Well, who can't? There's like two people in there. You can't keep that open. So in order for that to be closed, the numbers have to be outrageous in Michigan, right? Well, let's look. Population of 10 million. 10 million. How many have died? They have. This is a high state. 4,000 have died. You have a point. 0.4% chance of dying in the state of Michigan from COVID. Post-infection, you have a 0.3 to 0.6% chance of dying of COVID in the state of Michigan. Fact, fact, fact. Go ahead and argue with me. We'll run, let's run the numbers together. Here we go. Salon owner. I don't know what it is with salon owners. God bless them. God bless them. There ain't no pastor standing up. So I guess we need salon owners. Salon owners rise. No pastors are doing it. We're open in the state of Florida and there's no churches open here except for mine. Mine and like four others in this whole county are open. Nobody's open. Why? We were deemed essential a month ago. Why are you not open? Why are you not back in church? Again, if you live anywhere within two hours of here, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida, get your butt to church. Be here Sunday morning, 10 a.m., and I'll scream at you some more. You'll love every minute of it. Salon owner in Oregon is planning to reopen her business Tuesday in Salem, Oregon, despite, there she is, old Katie, old Katie, despite Governor Kate Brown's stay-at-home orders. Glamour salon owner Lindsey Graham closed. Lindsey Graham's like the uh, center. Closed her business weeks ago due to the coronavirus lockdown. Graham also misses having an income. <laughs> when, did, when did it become optional for us to have our incomes taken away by a tyrannical regime? When, when did this become optional? Yavol, you commandant. Go see your commissar. Can't believe I'm even having to talk about this. But I'm telling you, folks that are watching this, we're in the minority. I know. Because there's no churches open around here. And we've been open. We've been essential for a month. And before that, we were we there was no order for us to be closed. Churches have never been closed in the state of Florida, have never been ordered to be closed, have never been ordered to social distance, and all the pastors grabbed their ankles and closed their, jumped on the lap of government and closed their churches. Why? Why would you do that? Well, we're trying to be a good community partner. With the baby butchers? You're going to be a community partner with Jane Castor up in, in, in Tampa? And out and out, just, you know, outspoken lesbian? That's who you're going to partner with? Community partner? Oh, my word. On, going back to the Oregon salon owner. We're not entirely sure where next month's funds are going to come from. Yeah, I'll bet not, she explained. 
To provide for her family, the salon owner decided to open her business again, even though Brown recently extended Oregon State state of emergency until July 6th. July 6th. She must have purposely wanted to defeat July 4th. What's the facts and data to, to do that? Get to that in a minute. The new executive order gives the governor legal authority to maintain the orders she's issued thus far. She's, given, she's putting out orders to maintain her orders, including the stay-at-home order, a moratorium on residential and commercial evictions, and other financial stimulus measures, and issue new ones as she sees fit. She's, she's issuing orders to confirm and reestablish and give herself more power to issue orders. So again, in order for this to be going on in the state of Oregon, there has to be bodies stacked up like cordwood. There has to be, right? Christian, for you to wear a mask, there has to be bodies everywhere, right? Well, what's going on? Remember now, she just extended the emergency order until July 6th. There has to be bodies everywhere. Let's look. Population of Oregon, 4.3 million. How many, how many deaths do they have? You ready? 113. So you have a point zero zero. 2% chance of dying in the state of Oregon. Two one-thousandths of 1% chance of dying of COVID in the state of Oregon. If you're healthy, you have a 0% chance. Most people who have caught COVID no, have no idea they've gotten it. And I want you to remember, the real way that you run the stats is this. 6% to 13% of the population anywhere you live has already gotten COVID. So you take that number. Whatever it may be, you take that number and you, do, you divide the, the number of deaths by 6 to 13% of the population. That gives you the death, the post-infection death rate. Which for them is, ready? 0.02 to 0.04 post-infection death rate in Oregon. And she just extended their lockdown until July 6th. Oh, you know, I, I just, you know, I believe in, uh, you know, cooperating and being reasonable and God gave us wisdom and okay. Well, what's your, what's your awesome hum, humanistic wisdom telling you now about this? I know what it's telling me. We've got a bunch of little Stalins running around and they're loving every day of this and all the Christians and the conservatives buy into it. Of course the liberals do. Even listen, some of them aren't either. Now I can tell you that. You start closing down pot stores and things like that. Look out. They're going to they're gonna revolt. Tuesday on NBC's Today. Governor, here she is again. She's, she, is, she is part of a new church. And I'll, I'll give you the orthodoxy of this on my, maybe Saturday when I do another one of these. There's a new church. We've been, we've been blessed to witness the birth of a new religion. It's called Corona, the Corona Orthodox Church or uh corona corona coronatology coronatology gretchen whitmer is the high priest of coronatology 
Tuesday on NBC's Today, Gretchen Whitmer dismissed the sexual assault allegations against presumptive Democrat nominee Joe Biden. I just want you to know, Christians, conservatives, and liberals, who you're partnering with. Against presumptive Democratic nominee Joe Biden saying, under these circumstances, due to the coronavirus pandemic, see, anything will work for her. She's now totally, and listen, Joe Biden is innocent until proven guilty. I believe that 100%. Absolutely. Should have been that way with Kavanaugh, but it wasn't. But she can use coronavirus for anything. She loves every day of it. Every day of her life is like a sun is shining bright as she is the queen of Michigan, hoping to be the vice queen of the United States. She's one of his leading contenders for his uh, vice presidential running mate. Under these circumstances, due to the coronavirus pandemic, Biden would be a great, would be a good president. Whitmer said, I'll just say, you know, I've read a lot about allegations, which makes no sense. I've read a lot about allegations. Well, who hasn't read a lot about allegations? Have you read a lot about his allegations, about allegations against him? Or is that just a clever way to work, to spin yourself out of a question? I've read a lot about allegations. I've talked with Joe Biden. I am confident he, he is who he says he is. I do believe that women should be given space. That's not what she said a couple when Kavanaugh was going on. Given space and they should be listened to. But I also know it's incumbent. We vet thoroughly. In this moment, I think under these uh, circumstances and the conversation, I can't even keep reading what she said, that I've had with the vice president. What did she say? She said, let me, let me re-quote her here. I do believe that women should be given space and they should be listened to, but I also know it's incumbent we vet, that we vet thoroughly. She tweeted, 9-27-18, I believe Dr. Ford. So without ever interviewing her, without any investigation, she believes Dr. Ford. That's who's giving everybody their corona marching orders. She's... Yes, in Michigan alone right now, but she's represented by a bunch of other little Stalins all over the place like Andrew Cuomo and Phil Murphy and Kate Brown and all the rest of them. They're just little manifestations of each other in control of different levels of population. She scrubbed her personal Facebook page of anti-Kavanaugh accusations. She's done that now. She called for the FBI to investigate Kavanaugh. Where's, where's this now, Gretchen? Gretchy, where, where is it now? She put out, why? I did not report tweets. She, there was like a hashtag. I, why I did not report tweets supporting Blasey Ford. Well, where are they now in support of Biden's accuser? Where are they now? She didn't report either. Why are you not sending out tweets that says, this is why I didn't write? Why are you not? It's, she's a liberal too, by the way. It's a liberal accusing a liberal. Where, where are your supports, Gretchy? So see, what I'm trying to tell everybody is these people are unprincipled. A principle is that you stick with it no matter what. If it happens to a Republican, then you stick with it. If it happens to a Democrat, you stick with it. No matter what. A principle is no matter the scenario, you stick with the principle. Hers is very much uh, drifting from one area to the other. She's principleless. If it happens to a Democrat, it didn't really happen. If it happens to a Republican, crucify him principleless and that's who's dictating public policy to millions of people millions of people get this one now this is a classic what time is it all right uk scientist who's doomsday you know who i'm talking about here get ready now you've heard me talk about this guy old neely old neely anderson 
The UK scientists whose doomsday predictions triggered mass a massive shutdown on both sides of the Atlantic has resigned his government advisory position. You're still locked up for what? <laughs> the people are going down that made these predictions. Why are you still locked up? Why are they extending lockdowns? Has resigned his government advisory position and claims he broke the strict lockdown rules he pushed to meet his married lover. Professor Neil Anderson, oh, Neely Fergie, Neely Fergie, an epidemiologist of Imperial, Imperial, Imperial College, London, resigned from his role as a senior scientific advisor to British government Tuesday evening. He became known as, a profe as Professor Lockdown. After his alarming data modeling predicted huge casualties for the populations of the United Kingdom and the United States unless they enacted severe curves on individual freedoms to lock the nations down. While the motives were criticized by senior legal figure, figures as approaching a police state, Professor Ferguson's advice was nevertheless heeded by the government in March. Fauci and Burks directly directly from Neil Anderson created our response to Corona from this Yahoo who just violated his own lockdown order so that he could go commit adultery. Yeah. While Professor Ferguson frequently appeared in the media to defend his work and tell the public not to break the lockdown rules, he himself spectacularly breaking them in he himself broke them spectacularly in secret according to a report in britain's daily telegraph which claims the hardline scientist was meeting his married lover the professor is not the first government scientific figure forced to resign after taking a do as i say not as i do posture to the general public Breitbart London reported in April when the chief scientific advisor for Scotland resigned her position after orders, ordering citizens to obey the lockdown measures while breaking them herself. Chris Cuomo broke them himself. George Stephanopoulos broke them. The mayor of Chicago broke them. Congressman in California just got, just got caught breaking them. You know why they're all breaking them? Because they don't really believe them. It's like how they pushed the whole global warming climate change hoax. Just like Obama, Mr. Climate Change, just bought an $11 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard, which is supposed to be underwater in a couple years. He doesn't really believe it. They don't really believe it. It's all about totalitarianism. That's what it's about. That they want to be in control. They want a hot, they, what they want is a upper class, no middle class, and a lower class to rule. That's what they want. They love this. They love it, but they don't really believe what they say. Remember what Jesus hated the most was hypocrites. I'll skip that story. That's goofy. Here's a good one. Apple and Google have repeatedly claimed that they will ban the use of Location tracking in apps. U location tracking in apps. Using the new contact tracing system being developed by the two tech giants, Apple and Google, that they say will help slow the spread of coronavirus. They are developing new contact, a new contact tracing system 
But they're saying that they won't use it. Do you, does anybody believe that? They'll sell it to the highest bidder, probably that idiot out in Ventura County. And the next thing you know, people will be getting the brown shirts are going to their contact investigators will be hopping out of white vans and dragging you off to isolation. Oh, Tom, you're being hyperbolic. Are you sure? Did you did you hear me earlier? Are you really sure? Reuters reports the tech giants Apple and Google have promised to ban location tracking features and apps. Yeah, right. That take advantage of the new Wuhan coronavirus contact tracing system being developed. Why are you developing it and then you won't use it? Maybe it's the same reason why they're manipulating viruses. And allegedly not to ever use them or develop vaccines from them, right? Software firm 20, which developed the state of Utah's Healthy Together. Oh my gosh. You can see a slogan like Healthy Together in a giant flag with yellow symbols with a hammer and sickle with surrounded by red, like the Soviet flag. Healthy Together. I can't see how, no, how people can't see this. I, I literally don't know what to do with myself. I, I really, I, I look at people that I know that I used to think were smart. And I'm like, how do you not see this? How do you not see this? Healthy together? Contact tracing app? Does anybody read the book of Revelation? Do you read it? Christians, do you ever read it? Or again, are you going to an ark-style church that doesn't preach the gospel, that kipes messages off the internet called Sand and Stars or Naked and Unafraid? Or Toy Story 4, or Disney images, or Disney's, or, or, you know, Disney styled sermons. Maybe you ought to go to a church that preaches the Bible. Just a thought. If this doesn't alarm you, you don't know the book of Revelation. It's simply you're operating in a realm of Pharisaic cultism because you're, you're following a Jesus that doesn't exist if this doesn't alarm you. Because you don't know the book of Revelation. Software firm 20, which developed the state of Utah's Healthy Together contact tracing app, which uses both GPS tracking and and Bluetooth, said on Monday that the app operates effectively without needing to rely on Apple and Google's new system. If their approach can be more effective than our current contact tracing system, we'll eagerly incorporate their features. But don't worry, they're never going to use it, right? When the state of Utah offers them $10 million, $20 million, whatever it is, oh, they won't ever use it. I wish I had Utah's n- uh, numbers. U- Utah's basically had statistically zero deaths of COVID, and they're running contact tracing. How many contact tracing investigators do they have in Utah? Come on, Mormons! If they'll approach... can. If their, approach, if their approach can be more effective than our solution, we'll eagerly incorporate their features into our existing application, provided it meets the specifications of current and prospective public health partners, Twenty said. Amazing. It really is. It's truly, truly amazing. Also, Professor John Rowell of St. John's University in New York City has come out Swinging, this article says. 
come out swinging against the fraudulent experts who counseled the shuttering of the world for the sake of creating an antiseptic barren, antiseptic barren, soulless world unfit for human beings to live in. In his May 4th message, this is just three days ago, the Oxford-educated Dr. Rao writes that a controllable pandemic has been transformed into a totally unnecessary pandemonium allowing a painfully hollow modern society society to titillate itself with the feel of living through a bubonic plague without actually doing so nothing could be more apropos than that statement nothing could be more apropos than that statement i gotta read it again a controllable pandemic has been transformed into a totally unnecessary pandemonium, pandemonium allowing a painfully hollow modern society to titillate itself. I get to wear my mask and look important. I get to wear my mask and think I'm saving somebody. You're saving no one. You're doing nothing. You're doing nothing. Absolutely nothing as a matter of fact on that mask wearing thing there was a part that i missed that i would love to go over if i can actually find it i don't know if i can find it or not but where is it there it is back to dr mikevitz what does she say about wearing a mask wearing a mask activates your own virus activates your own virus your own reactivated coronavirus expressions and if it happens to be SARS-1 watch out (laughs) people wearing masks are activating their own viruses (laughs) according to the molecular biologist not the redneck ogre I love that A controllable pandemic has been transformed into a totally unnecessary pandemonium, allowing a painfully hollow modern society to titillate itself with the feel of living through a bubonic plague without actually doing so. Seeing people come out, oh, I finally get to come out of, I get come out of quarantine. There was never a threat. There was never a threat to you. Never. But you get to titillate yourself and feel important. Put my mask back on, even though I'm sucking in my own viruses. Yay! Good job. When experts on with on with the doctor here, Dr. Rao, when experts tell young or otherwise healthy persons that they are in the same condition as the weakest of the elderly or of the already ill, when they say that in order to protect itself, the vast mass of population has to abandon its livelihood, the well-being of its country, the cultural life of its civilization, and the tools required for its eternal salvation. They must, <laughs> there you go, even addressing the church, they must be dismissed for what, they, for what they actually are, are quacks, he writes. Totally true. So his cases, this is from New York right hotbed of the world and by the way you can't trust a word that comes out of new york but they allegedly have twenty-five thousand covid deaths worst in the nation more than somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 40 percent of all deaths come from 
And by the way, almost all the deaths in New Jersey are coming from right next to New Jersey goes right into New York City. So I've ridden the train several times from New Jersey into New York City. It's just a conduit. Most of the deaths in New Jersey come, are coming from people who live right next to New York City. A report just came out that New York City the original, is probably the originator of this whole thing. I'll research that for Saturday. So cases in New York. The deaths in New York, 25,000. Uh, 25,014. They have somewhere in the neighborhood of a 0.9 to 1 plus percent post-infection death rate. It's high. But is it the bubonic plague? They you get to titillate yourself with i survived the beat you didn't survive anything i'll do the numbers for you one more time before coronavirus we had 330 million americans alive you know how many we have now 330 million americans alive you didn't survive nothing a barber who survived who served the united states marine corps decided to open his bar see it's barbers and salons hairstylists revolting where are the church people? Where on earth are the church people? Decided to open his shop despite Washington Democratic Governor Jay Inslee's order. Non-essential businesses must be shut and people stay in their homes. And he extended the order until May 31st. At first, Martin served his customers and darkened premises until his supporters, including the local police, Fox News reported. He said he turned the lights he turned the lights and turned the lights on and open an open sign on after seeing I'm trying to pronounce the county. Snohomish County Sheriff Adam Fortney, he's an awesome dude, Facebook post from last month that said he would not enforce the governor, governor's order because it was viol, it violated people's constitutional rights. So in order to extend Governor Inslee, another t- tyrant, little Stalin, in order for him to extend his lockdown, why would he extend it? There has to be bodies stacked up like cordwood, right? So how many deaths? You got a population of almost 8 million people in the state of Washington. How many deaths? 862. This is all from CDC to today. So you have a 0.01% chance of dying from it. In the state of Washington, post-infection, you have a 0.1% chance of dying from it. Flu, oh, this year's they have 862 people died of COVID. Last year, 930 people died of the flu. Almost a quarter of all British employees have been furloughed in two weeks. 25% of the British workforce has been furloughed in two weeks, meaning over half of the British adult population is now being paid by the government, possibly the highest proportion ever. As France begins to ease Wuhan coronavirus lockdown restrictions, at least one French city is set to use CCTV monitoring software to track members of public of the public and make sure they are all obeying mask and social distancing rules. Man, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be free a day in France. I'd be locked up because I, I ain't obeying any of that garbage. The city of Cannes has begun working with tech company Dakota Lab to test software that will monitor locals and outdoor environments such as markets, 
on public transportation, but the firm insists it does not violate existing privacy legislation. From May 4th, two men accused of raping children are among the nearly 830 Massachusetts inmates that have been freed in the last month over concerns of the Chinese coronavirus crisis spreading into prison facilities. Convicted child rapist Glenn Christie and Matthew Paris, Paris accused of raping two teenage girls this year have been released from Massachusetts prisons after the state Supreme Court has ordered the routine release of hundreds of accused and convicted criminals. Can't remember whether it's Oregon or Washington, but they nearly re- released the Green River Killer. A serial killer was nearly released for, for coronavirus scares to keep the prisoners from spreading coronavirus. What is going on here? So again, if this is releasing 830 Massachusetts inmates, there has to be bodies everywhere in the state of Massachusetts. You have a 0.06% chance of dying of COVID in Massachusetts. Six one-hundredths of a chance. Six one-hundredths of 1% chance of dying of COVID. Post-infection, 0.1 to 0.4% post-infection death rate. And you have to release 830 people, including 830 convicts, including two rapists. Amazing. New Jersey is just weeks away from financial disaster as the state's finances collapse amid global pandemic costs mount for dealing with the virus. Governor, there he is, Philly Murphy, said Monday afternoon warning that he might have to lay off thousands of state workers and slash public services to balance the budget. All told, Murphy said, the state could see a shortfall of between $20 billion and $30 billion by the end of 2020 out of a $41 billion budget. So two-thirds of his budget is gone. And he's looking for what? He's looking for the federal government to print money and send it to him. They all are. All of these people. Michigan. New Jersey. New York. Blue states that were already fiscal disasters are lying and padding their stats to get a federal bailout. That's why they're telling doctors to manipulate death certificates so that they say COVID deaths so they get more federal dollars. Oh, it can't be true. It's absolute fact. If you choose not to accept it, you're choosing to be willfully ignorant. So what's the death rate in uh, New Jersey? You have a 0.09% chance of dying of COVID in the state of New Jersey. That's a fact. They've had 8,000 deaths there. High, high state. But even with that, 0.09% chance of, of, of dying of COVID if you live there. Nine one-hundredths of 1% chance of dying of COVID if you live in New Jersey. And they have a 06 to point to a 0.6 to 1.5% post-infection death rate, according to their manipulated numbers. I'm using their numbers. When I ran New York's number, I was running using their numbers, which you can pretty much cut all that in half, if not worse than that. Suspicious. I don't know how many of you saw this. The biology department. I'm trying to look at who's, who's on 
The biology department of the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine is in mourning after the shooting death of a scientist who it says was studying the biological makeup of coronavirus and was on the verge of making a very uh, verge of making very significant findings toward understanding the disease. Bing Liu, 37, a research assistant professor, was shot dead Saturday in suburban Pittsburgh. Boy, I don't hear too many microbiologists being shot to death too often. You? He allegedly knew his killer, a man who walked to his car after shooting, after shooting him and killed himself, according to reports. Rush Limbaugh from 5-4. I want you to listen to this from the scarf queen, Dr. Deborah Burks. This is Saturday night. She was on with Judge Janine on the Fox News channel. And the question from Judge Janine, as we test people, we know more and more have it. And we're learning that the lethality rate, the mortality rate, the death rate is so much lower than we thought. Burke said, I think we underestimated very early on the number of asymptomatic cases. Yes, she did, because she got her model from Dr. Neil Anderson, the one who just resigned because he violated his own lockdown order to commit adultery. Who's been wrong about everything? Correct, Dr. Burks, you were wrong. Here's just a friendly reminder for everybody. All my lockdown Christian brothers and sisters, obeying, submitting to a tyrannical authority. I want you to remember this. This is from NBC News from October 13th, 2004. Medical milestone or privacy invasion. A tidy computer chip approved Wednesday for implantation in a patient's arm can speed vital information about a patient's medical history to doctors and and hospitals. But critics warn that it could open new ways to imperil the confidentiality of medical records. With the pinch of a syringe, the microchip is inserted under the skin in a procedure that takes less than 20 minutes and leaves no stitches. Silently and invisibly, the dormant chip stores a code that releases patient-specific information when a scanner passes over it. Does this sound any way familiar to the things you're hearing now? Where Fauci just said, just said, in you... Immunization paperwork, having to have immunization paperwork may become a necessity. Don't you worry. Quarantine, just book, you know what? Make some more cakes and take pictures of them and put them on Facebook. Just keep doing that. Don't worry about any of this. Don't, don't venture off into the book of Revelation ever. Just stick your hand, head further and further in the sand. I just don't get how people can't see this. Some, send me message. I'm seeing a lot of people responding. Send me, send me messages about how on earth am I to understand this? Tell me, tell me how I'm to understand. I just don't under, I don't, I don't understand how to understand how people can't see this. In Oklahoma, this is from a KMBZ radio five on five, four in Oklahoma city has reversed an emergency proclamation requiring shoppers to wear masks due to threats of violence. (laughs) This happened in Stillwater. Basically, the people of Stillwater said, we've had it. We have had it. So the city reversed itself and took took down their mask wearing order. Listen, I am not, I am not, I am not telling anybody to resort to violence, but I am telling you to resort to resistance. Say, no, I'm not wearing your stupid mask. 
If it's private property, there's nothing you can do about it. I can, I can, listen, I can kick anybody off. I'm doing this right here in the office of the church. I can kick anybody off the church grounds for whatever reason I want to. So can anybody in private property. It's private property. Fine. This is not private property. This is goofball government making their citizens waltz around town with idiotic masks that all they're doing is breathing in their own coronavirus, according to Dr. Mikevitz. They're making them sicker. So the people said no. I don't blame them. From the Gateway Pundit, SWAT team raids. This is from May 4th. SWAT team raids Zane's Bar in West Odessa, Odessa, Texas after breaking state orders of reopening eight people arrested. Now I'm going to say this, and I invite you to go to my Facebook page. I put out something like at 4 o'clock in the morning this morning about a cop, an awesome cop on there. He's a, just, he's a stacked out dude. He's a military veteran. Go on there and watch his spiel. It's only like, I don't know, five or 10 minutes long. I'm going to say this. I say this to my own. I've cop for 25 straight years, 1992 to 2017 straight. I was a cop 13 years overlapping pastoring this church. Again, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. Be here tomorrow. Be here Sunday. If you don't have a church, your church, if your pastor's too much of a coward to open, get here. But I was a cop for 25 years. No cop should ever arrest anybody who is not violating constitutional norms. You don't arrest people in violation of their Bill of Rights and their constitutional rights. You never do it. Opening a bar, he has, I don't like bars, I don't like alcohol, but he has a right under the Constitution of the United States of America, namely under the Bill of Rights, to operate, the, operate that establishment. And he, eight people got arrested there, and cops raided it as a SWAT team. Cops, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, it might cost me my job, Tom. You lose your job, sue them, get a million dollars, and get your job back. I told you, the day that they made me, if it, if it ever came a day, I worked for the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office 25 years. You can confirm it, just put my name, Tom Lipley, Google it, and you'll see my picture up there and numerous events that I was at as a sheriff's deputy. The day that I ever got ordered to start confiscating people's firearms, I was out. I'm not doing it. I will not violate people's constitutional rights. No law can trump the Constitution. It's not allowed. For those goofball, ill-informed Christians that are following Romans 13 around like a dog, you've misread it. We don't have rulers. We have a Constitution and we have representatives. The law of the land is the Constitution. You do not arrest people in violation of their constitutional rights. Ever. It doesn't, I don't care if it was the bubonic plague, which it's not. Nowhere, it's not one millionth, it's not a trillionth of the bubonic plague. The bubonic plague killed half of the population. Not half of people post-infected, half of the population even if that was going on, you don't violate people's constitutional rights. Listen, if you're okay, if you want your, 
your constitutional change, then amend it. If you want to give tyrannical people tyrannical authority, then amend the Constitution. Until then, cops, feds, everybody, you cannot institute laws that violate the Constitution, then arrest people for violating your unconstitutional laws. You can't do it. And I'm sad for me to say, but I hope the cops that do this stuff pay the price for it. You got to be a man. You got to stand up and say no. Again, go to my Facebook page and find that. It's not that far down because I posted it at four o'clock this morning. A small business owner. Stop. Oh, gosh, it's just I'm getting madder and madder and madder as we go here. A small business owner. Stop by their shop. This is from the Gateway Pundit. This two days ago. Two days ago. To collect some items to clean their home. Oh, how dare they do that? How dare you stop by your shop to pick up some items to clean your own house? The lights were off and the sign said closed. <clears throat> That's when six armed Las Vegas Police Department locked down police officers barged into the business not to protect it but to punish the owners the sign with the lights were off the the open sign was off it wasn't open and they went in there and the cops barged in there anyway cops i was one of you what are you doing what are you doing Today, the lockdown, this is from the owner of the business, the lockdown Gestapo burst into our shop while we were there grabbing sanitation supplies for our homes. No lights on, signs off, in bus, sixth armed LVPD, Las Vegas PD, and now we have lost our license. They lost their license for stopping at their business to pick up Lysol. And, and you Christians at home and you conservatives at home abiding in this quarantine, you don't see this. There's no difference. You're, no matter what, well, I don't agree with that part, but I agree with quarantining and, fat and mask wearing. It's all the same river that leads to hell. It, wherever It's a fast-moving, rapid river rushing to hell and, and totalitarianism. Whether you jump on at mask or sixth arms Gestapo police officers rushing a business because he violated uh, social distancing laws that didn't exist three months ago. No matter where you jump on the river, you're in it. You're in the river. Heading to hell. I'm not saying, Christians, you're going to die and go to hell because you wear a mask. It's making you quarantine yourself. I'm just saying hell on earth. Although it's very obvious that if you're sitting at home scared of the coronavirus, you've chosen to not study to show yourself approved. You've chosen to not believe the word of God that says you can bind and you can loosen and never needs to come near your dwelling. You've chosen, you're sowing fear into your kids as you prance around in your quarantine and you're wearing your stupid mask. You are preaching things antithetical to the word of God. Instead of saying, and I give you the keys, you say to your children, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. That's what you should be preaching. Not quarantining yourself. Your butt should be in church. And you should, and listen, a lot of you are like, I can't. My pastor closed the church. I know. And I'd never go back to that guy's church. Never. Like I said a couple weeks ago, find some fireball guy out there who's, who you know is called to, to lead a, a church or never or or maybe 
we should all create mega churches of the pastors that did stay open. And we all should just gather right now, right now. Because I'm not, I, we're not doing anything. I've never done one thing in my church. Not one thing. We didn't put out additional hand sanitizer. We didn't social distance. We didn't do online services. We never closed the door of our church. Yes, we suffered some consequences. We got so harassed. We got threat, threatened. We had the TV cameras out here filming our, filming our people walk in on Easter Sunday morning. Camera comes into the lobby of the church wanting to film our service. I told him no. I've gotten people call me all sorts of names, but here's the deal. People like me, I'm not, I'm not trying to be self-centered or arrogant here. I'm just telling you, people like me were right the whole time. There's a few others, not many. 99.9% of pastors close their churches or, the, you know, and I know people aren't going to like this. This will cost me, I know this will cost me people that are, that are watching this. I know it will. Online services, that's, that's a given. You, you bent over, grabbed your ankles. Drive-in services, never should have happened either. Never should have happened either. That's an ankle grabber too. Never should have happened. You should have stood your ground and kept your church open. Well, I, you know, I agree that maybe we could have done it. We could have done it safely. No, you don't jump into the lie at any location. The lie river. You don't jump into the lie anywhere. There was never a need. So there in Nevada where they arrest, again, a, a guy that's going in to just grab some things out of his business is clearly not open. So again, there must be bodies stacked up everywhere in the state of Nevada, right? It has to be. There have to be bodies everywhere. So how many people have died in the state of Nevada with a population of 3.1 million? How many people have died in the state of Nevada? 255 of corona. 0.009% chance of ever dying of corona in the state of Nevada. And they're doing Gestapo-like raids. In post-infection, you have a 0.07 to 0.1% post-infection death rate. Amazing. And this is why I say you cannot believe, this is also from the Gateway Pundit from two days ago, why you cannot believe anything coming out of the state of New York. In mid-April, New York State, state decided to add, you know, most of you know this, but there's a new part to it, so stay with me. In mid-April, New York State decided to add presumed COVID-19 deaths to its death toll, which, which pushed the, dates, the, the state's coronavirus total to 10,000 victims. On Monday, on Monday, let's say Thursday, Three days ago, here comes Andy, oh, Andy Cuomo, Governor Andrew Cuomo, and the Governor, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo's administration added another 1,700 coronavirus deaths to their count. This time, the presumed deaths were at New York nursing homes, which have been a complete federal disaster area. Cuomo was putting COVID patients in nursing homes. The man is a barbarian fool. At least 4,813 people died from coronavirus in New York State nursing homes. Maybe that's what you should have, you know, again, what should have happened. When corona came out, especially when nobody knew what it was, you do the, you do the travel ban and you isolate the vulnerable. What did Cuomo do? Ready? Nothing. Nothing. He's a baby butchering, celebrating the butchering of the unborn with lights on buildings monster. And people want him to take Biden's place. What's the difference? 
A group of illegal, this is also from Gateway Pundit 5-5, a group of illegal immigrants with children who were born in the U.S. are suing the federal government because they did not get their stimulus checks from the coronavirus. This is all created by the Democratic Party. The Georgetown University Law School's Institute for Constitutional Advocacy and Protection filed a class action lawsuit on behalf of a group of Maryland, a group in Maryland's federal district court on Tuesday. So illegals are filing for stimulus checks. Don't worry, it doesn't, I mean, we have plenty of money, right? We're $26 trillion in debt, printing it to pay the debt, printing it to uh, service the debt, printing it to send money to the states. But don't worry. And, you know, all of you quarantined, it'll never reach you. Just take some more pictures of brownies. The Commonwealth of Virginia, this is also Gateway Pundit 5-5, saw a surge in coronavirus cases this week after they changed the way they are counting COVID-19 testing. Commonwealth officials announced that, th- that if the same person tests positive for coronavirus three times, they will count as three, they will count that as three separate cases. Virginia is padding their numbers, according to Dinesh D'Souza. What's Virginia's numbers? Population, 8.6 million. How many deaths do they have? 713. 1,283 died of the flu there last year. You have a 0.008% chance of ever dying of COVID in the state of Virginia. Post-infection, a 0.06 to 0.1% chance of dying of COVID. Like many Democrats from LifeNews.com from yesterday, like many Democrats, govern, like many Democrat governors, Governor Bashir of Kentucky restricted church gatherings, small businesses, non-essential medical care, and more to help prevent the spread of coronavirus and preserve and preserve a Kentucky. Um, well, this article is all butchered up. <laughs> butchered up. Governor Andy Bashir's decision to allow abortions to continue while restricting church gatherings and small businesses medical supplies, and for life-saving medical care. However, the governor allowed an exception for elective abortions after the state's only abortion clinic donated to his campaign. This is all butchered in how I wrote it on here, so it's my fault. But basically, he closed everything that he considered to be non-essential, but he considers abortion clinics to be essential. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Christians, how can you not see this? Today, First Liberty Institute and network attorneys with a law firm today filled out a federal lawsuit and a motion for a temporary restraining order in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Kentucky on behalf of Tabernacle Baptist Church of Nicholsville, Kentucky, challenging Governor Andy Brashear's orders that prohibit in-person church services and threaten criminal and threaten with that criminal penalties. So in order for him to basically shut down his entire state, what are his numbers? How many, how many people live there? 4.5 million. How many deaths do they have? 275. Not 275,000. Not, two, not 2,075. 275 people out of 4.5 million. Last year they had 969 flu deaths. This year they have 275 COVID deaths. And they've shut down their entire state for a COVID death total that's one quarter of their flu total from last year. And I'll bet you with all this, you, you, you mark my words with, with any of this. Mark my words with it. Mark my words. 
I will bet you that the flu totals that come out on the CDC this year and the COVID totals add up to exactly what their flu totals were last year, with the exception of New York and New Jersey, which who knows what their numbers really are, though, folks. They're, they're high there. They're high. But it's basically all New York. New Jersey's, New Jersey's connected. That area of New Jersey's connected. With, it's all right there, with the exception of that one pocket of people jam-packed. Remember how many people live in New York City? Eight million people live in the city of New York on an island. That's not counting the surrounding area of New Jersey where there's millions more all jam-packed on trains every day. But the death rate is basically still the same there. The post-infection death rate is the same in New Jersey and New York slightly higher than it is in Florida. Slightly. He has no reason to lock down the state of Kentucky. From the state of Michigan, from Channel 6, WLNS, after being denied twice by, by unemployment, Carl Mankey said he had enough. The governor decided she was going to, to go another two weeks and then another two weeks. And now last time when she said we weren't going to come back until May 1st, that, that we were going to be secluded here and until the 28th of May, it brought me to my knees, Mankey said. He's an Owasso barbershop owner. Carl Makey said he's still operating his barbershop business even after police issued him two citations today. The citations were for operating a non-essential business under Governor Gretchen Whitmer's executive order to stay home. The man has got to eat. He can't get on. What's Gretchen? Hey, Gretchen. I know that yeah, there's a high probability you're going to see this. That's a joke. Gretchen, how's the man supposed to eat? Tell me. Exactly how is he supposed to? You got a stimulus check for $1,200 probably weeks ago. So tell me how he's supposed to eat. Was he supposed to get in one of your totalitarian, draconian food lines? A man who's owned a business his whole life, is making his own living. What's he, oh, he's going to go to you for you to give him his, his, uh, his piece of bread every day? Oh, thank you, Governor Gretchen. No, thank you. Fox News from yesterday. The Supreme Court on Wednesday denied an application filed on behalf of a, a group of Pennsylvania businesses and a Republican State House candidate to halt the executive order issued by Governor Tom Wolf. In case you think that the state that in case you think that the Supreme Court is on our side, they are not. Justice, Justice Roberts, John Roberts, is lost. He's a liberal. He's lost. And just so you know, Kavanaugh is not much better. What's, what's Pennsylvania's numbers? In order for him to have this draconian lockdown that I'm sure he's extended several times, what are their numbers? They have 12.8 million people that live there. They've had how many deaths? 3,000. So you have a 0.02% chance of dying of COVID-19 in the state of Pennsylvania. This is all CDC numbers from today. Post-infection death rate, 0.1 to 0.3%. And he just keeps on lockdown for another two weeks. Lockdown because they love it. They love every last second of it. Every last second of it. From CN, this is, this is not a conservative uh, news source. CNBC News from yesterday. Most new COVID-19 hospitalizations in New York State are, far, are from people who, are, who were staying home and not, ventil- and not venturing much outside. 
Mo- correction, let me read that over again because it's very faded on this thing. Most new, let me say that clearly, most new COVID-19 hospitalizations in New York State are from people who are staying home and not venturing much outside. A shocking finding, Governor Andy Cuomo said on Wednesday, most of their new COVID-19 cases are coming from people who obeyed, who submitted, who grabbed their ankles and submitted to their draconian stay-at-home lockdown measures. That's where most of their new cases are coming from. Keep staying at home, mom. Keep staying at home, dad. Good job. The preliminary data was from 100 New York hospitals. Oh, that's just, a, that's just some preliminary data from 100 hospitals with 1,000 patients. About It's a, one, from 100 hospitals with 1,000 COVID patients. That's where they got it from. Cuomo acknowledged it at his daily briefing. It shows that 66% of new admissions were from people who had largely been sheltering at home. The next highest source of admissions was from nursing homes. So here you go. Ready? New hospital admissions for COVID-19 in the state of New York are coming 66% from people obeying stay-at-home orders. And the next down is 17% from nursing homes, the most vulnerable. You know, and the saddest thing, I'm telling you folks, the saddest thing, the saddest thing is that what I'm saying is bouncing off the skulls of so many people who don't see it. And literally, I don't even know what to say, um, but I'm going to keep talking. Don't worry. You guys want me to keep going? I'm running. I'm, running. I'm only supposed to go another five minutes. <laughs> I got a lot more if you want to hear it. If you want to hear it, let me know. Put it on here. I'm watching this. It's whenever you see me duck over this way, I'm looking at my screen. We're going we're gonna to work out our technology to where I can interact with you a lot more. Like I said, I want to let me update you because sometimes there's a whole different audience at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock than there was at 7 o'clock. We're updating our, our technology. I have two great guys that are fixing all, all my stuff, and we can't get it. It's like it, it, things that used to take an overnight to get here are taking two to three weeks. So we got the technology all ordered. We will eventually be live on Periscope, on YouTube, on Facebook, on on multiple platforms, but we just haven't been able to get the technology to do it. We thought we would, but we haven't been able to get it. Get this one. Everybody know Brendan Schaub, UFC fighter? My son showed me this video. I watched it directly from him. He was ticketed $40 for mountain bike riding in the middle of nowhere miles and miles from the nearest human outside of the two rangers that were stalking him in the woods the two rangers acknowledged they don't even want to be doing this they were both wearing their idiotic masks and they stop him and issue him a 40 dollars ticket for violating the gabby newsom's stay-at-home order they ticketed him 40 dollars for for mountain biking in the middle of a mountain in the middle of nowhere alone with nobody. The only people violating social distance were the two idiotic rangers that gave him the ticket. What should the rangers have done? Cops, what should they have done? You didn't see nothing. That's what you should have done. Instead, you violated the man's constitutional rights. So, what's California's numbers? It has to be horrible. If you're gonna if, if you're gonna have park rangers in the state of California hunting down 
a UFC fighter. You're dumb enough to even mess with a guy. But anyway, you're hunting down the UFC fighter to write him a ticket in the middle of nowhere, biking alone. The numbers have got to be astronomical in the state of California, right? Astronomical through the roof, right? Got to be. Well, 40 million people live in the state of California. It's the largest state. Texas second. Florida third. So how many cases, how many deaths do they have out of 40 million people in the state of California? 2,317. So you have a 0.005% chance of ever dying of COVID-19 in the state of California. But you got to go detain, technically arrest, a mountain bike rider in the middle of nowhere. This is from the same idiots that are out there arresting somebody surfing alone, paddleboarding alone, and try to arrest a guy jogging on the beach alone. Hotel California, baby. Good job, Gabby. Post-infection death rate in the the state of California is below 0.1%. It's 0.09%. So you have a 0.005% chance of ever dying from it. Post-infection, 0.09% chance. That's nine one-hundredths of 1% chance of dying from it if you caught it. Nobody's surviving the bubonic plague, folks. A friend of mine, I'll keep her name out of it. (laughs) She'll know who she is if she's watching this. Whose husband's name is Jeffrey, who I my love. Love these two. They go to my church. Had a sign, had had to sign a waiver to at the eye doctor's office had to sign a waiver stating she was in the building and was COVID negative. They took her temperature to make sure that she could enter the building. All this for what? Nobody would, they took her temperature so she can enter the building. Nobody would stand near her. This is the United States of America. Here I am. I'm almost two hours in and now I'm starting to scream again. Oh, the United States of America, you have to take your temperature. Does, it, does anybody remember what I said uh, uh, just a, a half an hour ago about the old, CN, the old NBCR, about the, the microchip being injected in, into your hand? They're taking your temperature to go in, but eventually they're going to want it to be easier than that, right? So you put your hand under a scanner and says that you have properly been immunized. They took her temperature before she could go into the eye doctor's office. And this is one of those places, by the way. It's one of those general ones where you go in, they got the eyeglasses all over the wall. It's basically a place for you to go buy glasses, but they've got an optometrist in the back. I've been in there. It's where we go. I ain't going there now. Take your temperature before you go in. None of the employees will come near you. All because she went there to pick up two boxes of contacts. Something that... uh, Just bring them outside then, you bunch of scared-to-death pansies. Not stand... I don't don't avoid anybody. There's nothing to be afraid of. Statistically, I'm 51 years old with no underlying health conditions. There's nothing for me to be afraid of. Statistically, I have a 0% chance of dying of COVID. How about you? All they've done is document for you a flu season day by day, and it scared you to death. That's all that's happened. The statistics are identical to the flu. Identical in numbers of death and post-infection death rate are identical to the flu. They're identical to the flu. I want to find this paper I got here. 
I read this to my church from the pulpit. You're like, that's not very Christ-like. Yes, it is. Exposing lies is Christ-like. The devil is the father of lies. I think we in the church ought to be exposing lies. Well, I don't like your tone. Maybe you ought not to worry so much about my tone and start worrying about whether you're following a lie or you're following the truth. All they've done is document a flu season for you and you're a killer anyway. All of us are. All of us carry around some sort of flu virus all the time and have given it to somebody who's given it to somebody and given it to somebody. You're already a killer. Why have we changed the rules now for something that's identical to the flu when we don't act that way anyway? I guarantee you, you've been in the line, a, a, a strain, a line of humans that have passed the flu on to somebody who eventually died. We don't shut the world down because of that. It's identical. I'll read it to you. On Friday, the CDC, the CDC, who is not conservative, who definitely doesn't pay any attention to people like me, the CDC equated the Wuhan coronavirus to, now listen, equated, one more time, equated the, the Wuhan coronavirus to the seasonal flu. The COVID-19 hospitalization rates are similar to those in the 65 and older category during recent high-severity influenza seasons, even for older people. And COVID-19 hospitalizations for children 17 and under is much lower than seasonal flu hospitalization rates during recent influenza seasons. The COVID-19 is less dangerous than two children than the typical influenza. Mm. That's from the CDC. I don't believe you, Tom. Okay, just don't believe. That's the CDC. It's not, you're not, not believing me. You're not believing what I'm reading from the CDC. Now you should believe everything they say. That's for sure. I'll skip that one. All right, here we go. From PJ Media 5-7. The Centers for Disease Control prepared a 17-page document giving detailed instructions. Instructions, I love that. To state and local governments, businesses, and churches how to reopen their communities following the coronavirus lockdown. Now here's the good part. Trump, this is why I wear the Trump hat. I don't support what he's done with the coronavirus response at all. At all. However, at least he has some sense in comparison to Andrew Cuomo, Phil Murphy, and Gretchen Whitmer and the rest of the yahoos running their totalitarian states. The report will not be released by the government as the administration has shelved it. It was supposed to be published last Friday, but agency scientists were told the, told the guidance. So thank you. Thank you, CDC, for your guidance on how to reopen states. Centers for Disease Control. What, what do they know about economics and how to reopen a state? What do they know? They know nothing. A bunch of little Stalins and Hitlers running around. Told the, we're told the guidance would never see the light of day. Good job, Trump. Yes. There's my Trump. There's my Trump. You should have been there four months ago, Trump. I'm still voting for him. Don't send me your messages. I'm voting for him because he's pro-life. 
Absolute D minus on his corona response, though. According to CDC official, their report will never see the light of day. Yes. That's the way it should be. Absolutely should be the way it is. What motivates, what, what, what motivates these blue state, blue city Democrats? Let's look. Fox News from today. Fox News contributor, host, Tammy Bruce accused New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio of threatening to stall the city's economic rebound from coronavirus until the federal government gives the Big Apple a bailout. I told you. I told you. I told you. That's what they're doing. They're holding their city's hostages hostage so that the government will bail them out. They're padding their numbers. How many times do we have to see reports come from the state of New York and from the city of New York that they are padding their death counts? It's because they get way more federal dollars. And there's supposedly a possible big bailout to come with old Nance on the hill waiting to pull the trigger. How are we going to even afford to restart our city? I don't know, dumb, dumb. Why don't you do it? You had that city in the hole long before coronavirus was around Billy de Blasio to afford to restart our city if right now we are literally out of money. Well, so's the federal government, moron. They're out of money too and printing it. The Federal Reserve is buying $625 billion a week of debt. By December of this year, the Federal Reserve will own all municipality Private and corporate debt at the rate they're going right now. And they're $26 trillion in debt. They're printing useless money. Do you know what that means? Can I go over that real quick with you? Do you know what it means to have useless money? Say you have $200,000 in the bank. And right now it can buy $200,000 worth of anything. Okay, let's say $200,000 worth of of food. Since there's some food shortages heading our way and are already in place. But anyway, so you got $200,000 in the bank, you can buy $200,000 worth of food, right? If you flood the market full of cash, which is what we are doing, we have this year our deficit spending, not the national debt, our deficit spending, all that our country can afford to spend is what we bring in in tax dollars. We bring in $4 trillion a year in tax, dollar, in tax dollars. That's what the government should spend. This year, we're slated to spend $7.8 trillion. $3.8 trillion over what's brought in. Right? So say you have to, so what they're doing is printing money. They're printing money to bail out state and local municipality governments. Printing money. That stimulus check you got for $1,200. That's printed money. It's useless cash that they're putting out into the system. So if you have $200,000 in your bank account and you can buy $200,000 currently worth of food and they flood the market full of cash, it devalues your cash value. So you go from being able to buy $200,000 worth of food to if you go to Venezuela style, $5 worth of food. If you go Greek style, you go from $200,000 to be able to buy $10,000 worth of food. It devalues your money as they flood the market full of money. How can you not see this? How can people not see this? The end draweth nigh. 
And I'm not talking about Jesus coming back. You can't keep printing money. It devalues everybody else's accumulated money. Even the people that have now borrowed money, if you keep printing it, it devalues your borrowed money. If Bill de Blasio gets a $6 billion bailout and then the $6 billion are now worth $500,000, what does it matter? But that's what he's trying to get them to do. Send him more printed money. Send me more printed money. Phil Murphy from New Jersey. Spent, we, we have a $40 billion budget. $30 billion of it is already gone because we hyper uh, responded to the coronavirus. $30 billion is now gone. We've shut down all businesses. We've shut down everything so we have no income coming in. Federal government, print more money. Bail me out. That's what he's saying. You can't keep doing it. It will come to an end. It's coming quick. It's coming quick. So Bill de Blasio is saying, you don't send me federal dollars, I'm not reopening my city. And he was called out on it. We're all connected, de Blasio said later in his same interview. This is the largest city in the country. Well, we help lead the national economy for everyone. No, you don't. It was essentially a threat, said Bruce from Fox and Friends. Bruce also observed that New York City has been in financial dire straits for years. And de Blasio may see a federal stimulus package as a way for the city to dig itself out of the hole. This has been this march towards a bankruptcy without any recognition that you're going to have to deal with it, Bruce said. He's holding the city hostage. That's the way it is. PJ Media from today, another week. Another 3 million plus jobless claims. 3 million jobless claims this week. That brings the total to 33.5 million first time filers for unemployment. 33 million. We are blow, we just blew past the Great Depression. But don't worry. Just, just ignore it all. All you quarantined at home, just ignore it all. Just ignore all this. Bake some more cookies. Snap some pictures. Send out some Bible quotes about love. That'll make a big difference. Don't, don't deal with the lies. Don't deal with them. Call, think, you think, I know you think you're majorly loving. Well, you, I don't yell at people or call them stupid. I'm a major, No, you just live in a lie. I'd rather use language that some people may consider to be offensive and tell them the truth than live in your submissive lie. No thank you. 33.5 million people, first time filers for unemployment. While you sit at home splashing around in your pool, quarantine day 41. Hey, does anybody know where, the, where I can get some paper towels or toilet paper or some alcohol gel? Does anybody know? Hey, I've got a recipe for this and a, and a recipe for that. Uh, does anybody have any weight loss tips for gaining weight for, uh, during quarantine? I mean, what are you doing? You're sitting around baking cookies while the world is on fire. Eventually, it's coming for you. Eventually, there won't be anything left for you to bake cookies with. 
33.5. We just blew past the Great Depression. The unprecedented assault on our economy due to the Wuhan coronavirus, not the virus. In order for the virus to assault our economy, it would have had to kill off all the workers. It didn't kill off all the workers. The totalitarian tyrants shut down all the workers. Continues to go unabated. The losses were broad-based across small, medium, and large-sized businesses. Job losses on this scale are unprecedented. Reminder, weekly jobless claims were hovering just around just over 200,000 when we pulled the plug on the economic activity. So remember, we used to have a weekly jobless claim of around 200,000 people a week. The record, the previous record for single week jobless claims was 655,000 in 1982. We just had 3.3 million. By the way, we've doubled that before. There was one week we had 6.6 million. The week before last was 4.3 million. What are we going to have next week? And bare minimum of another 3 million. We're going to be, listen, it was projected. I read this a month ago, right here. It was projected that this quarter that we would end up with 47 million first-time filers for unemployment. We just got to 33 million. We were only at 20 million then. But don't you worry. Just put in another sheet of cookies. It will never come for you. Just send out, just put out some more just put out some more unapplicable Bible verses about not dealing with lies and act like you're above it all by preaching love. You're not above anything. You're, listen, you're a coward hiding from it. That's all you are. That's all you are. From PJ Media, yesterday, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, former commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration, resident at American Enterprise Institute, warns of a broad public health the broad warns of the broad public health impacts of people being too scared to see their doctors this is not me making this up this is a doctor former commissioner of the food and drug administration not redneck pastor not the redneck ogre pastor former head of the Food and Drug Administration. People are too scared to see their doctors even for cancer treatments. During the Wuhan virus shutdown, Gotlip tweeted that data from community cancer practices show sharp drops in oncology visits, including a steep 17% decline for chemotherapy in the New Northeast. He also reports that cancellations and no-shows have doubled, which means people in need of elective cancer screenings aren't getting them. I got to get a drink. Everybody hear that? People scared to go in. PJ Media, two days ago. Get ready for this one. The Treasury Department announced that it would borrow $3 trillion dollars for the second quarter of 2020 they're borrowing borrowing three trillion dollars primarily from where from china Rand paul just said it today or yesterday whichever i saw it i saw it today five times the previous record for borrowing the 
The treasury is borrowing $3.3 trillion this quarter. Five times the record. How is this not alarming? Why would you not restart your economies right now? And I'm not talking phase one, phase two. I'm starting, I mean, opening everything full steam, no social distancing. Now, that's what should happen. That's the truth. Everything else is a lie. I'll go over that at the end. The 2.999 trillion dwarfs the previous record of 1.8 trillion borrowed for the entire year of 2009. They're borrowing 3.3 trillion for one quarter, which blows away by five times the previous record that was borrowed for a year. Oh, we can just keep doing this. Are you insane? You can't. You turn into Venezuela. We are turning into Venezuela. You better start speaking whatever language they speak down there because that's who we are. It's just the ramifications haven't hit yet. The tsunami's off the coast. You better wake up now and fire up the engine that is the United States economy. We're a mess even if we do, but we're less of a mess if we do. The president, uh, this is part of the same article, but a different part of the article. The president said, it's not fair to Republicans because all the states that need help, they're run by Democrats in every case. Florida is doing phenomenal. Texas is doing phenomenal. The Midwest, you know, fantastic, very little debt. The president named California, Illinois, Illinois, and New York as examples of states that are currently run by Democratic governors and are in tremendous debt because he said they have been mismanaged over a long period of time. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo criticized Trump's bailout comments Tuesday saying every state has coronavirus cases and it's not Democrat, Democratic states that have an economic, it's not only Democratic, Democratic states that have an economic shortfall. Cuomo May be right, the article says, but neither Texas or Florida is demanding a $40 billion bailout like Illinois. And because of the relatively good management of finances, most red states need less than overspending blue states. Fact. All right, huge update right here from the Gateway Pundit from yesterday. Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks, here it comes, man. Here it comes, the confirmation of what I've already told you. Dr. Fer- Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks used Imperial College model. The Imperial College model. Who's that from? Dr. Neil Anderson, the one who just resigned because he violated his own lockdown and visited his married lover numerous times. Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks used Imperial College model, now confirmed as a complete fraud to persuade President Trump to lock down the entire U.S. economy. This is the idiot who said there would be 2.5 million coronavirus deaths in the United States. Dates, Dr. Neil Anderson. That's who told Fauci. That's who told Burks. Fauci and Burks went to Trump. Trump believed them. He actually said it. He said it in a news conference. Two, two very smart people have come and told me what to do. And he listened to them. Fauci and Burks are not smart. 
They listened to Neil Anderson. Let's listen to old Neely's track record. Ready? Neely's track record. Neely Anderson. He predicted 65,000 Brits would, be, would die of the swine flu. How many died? 457. That should sound eerily familiar to the coronavirus stats currently going on in the United States where people think there's hundreds and thousands of people that are dead. There are not. You probably think that every state where they have these draconian measures that there's 10,000 people that have died of coronavirus. Most of the time, it's 200 or less. Check the CDC stats. It's right there. You go on the CDC. It's got a big map. You put your clicker over. It tells you cases and deaths. Check me. Please check me. This is the same goofball, Neil Anderson, an absolute scientific hack that predicted 200 million deaths, predicted 200 million deaths from the swine flu. How many died? 100 per year for the last 15 years. 1,500. 200 million? 1,500. That's the person who instituted his policy in the United States. Why are you home? Why are you home? Why are you locked down? Why are you quarantined? Why are you submitting to Dr. Neil Anderson? Oh, Tom, you're just a fanatical conspiracy theorist. How is this conspiracy? How is it conspiracy? Did he, did he or did he not predict 200 million bird flu deaths? He did, and 100 died. Dumb, dumb. He's a, he's a complete dummy. And that's, that's, we're following his, we're in lockstep. Oh, 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 we're in absolute lockstep with Neil Anderson, who doesn't follow his own lockdowns. You know why? Because he knows it's not true. Same reason why Chris Cuomo, who's tested positive, who was infected with COVID-19, was out prancing around his neighborhood, going through his, his, his home that's being built. Oh, I'm, I just got notified. I'm saying the wrong name. I keep saying Neil Anderson. It's Neil Ferguson. Neil Ferguson. I actually have it written down too. It's Neil Ferguson. I don't know what I'm reading. Every time I said it, reverse that. Neil Ferguson. Thank you, my guys. Appreciate it. Neil Ferguson. He advised also, Neil Ferguson, <laughs> he advised that Great, Great Britain, to, he advised Great Britain to kill millions of its farm animals due to foot and mouth disease. Then, he, then they found out that, I want to say it right again, Neil Ferguson was wrong, but it was too late. They'd already killed $12 billion worth of animals. Remember what he's called, Dr. Lockdown. That Dr. Neil Ferguson is the one who told Fauci and Burks what to do, who told Trump what to do, and he did it. Well, really, he disseminated it, and then the governors did it. Trump has never locked down anything. The governors did it. Gateway Pundit, 5-7, from today, Democratic Illinois Governor Pritzker says Christian churches may not reopen for a year. For a year. Oh, well, thank you, Commissar. We, we might get to open sometime in 2021. And again, let me just say to the pastors, you happy now? Good job. You sh maybe you should have stood up, huh? Maybe you should have kept your churches open. I did. Others did. I knew I was risking taking a pinch. I knew it. If DeSantis wasn't the smart man that he is, thank God he is, and he labeled churches as non-essential and shut me down, I was still staying open, baby. You should have. You should have stayed open. Now you got a governor telling you, you know what? Maybe you'll get to open next year. You know what? Maybe the year after that. 
Maybe I'll consider you to be essential. Maybe I won't. Oh, thank you. Oh, I want to be a good guy. I hear all the, the, you know, the weak, progressive, non-biblical churches, which is, by the way, it turns out to be most of you. I want to be a community partner with Pritzker. Really? A baby butchering monster who now says you get to stay closed for a year? Illinois Democrat Governor J.B. Pritzker told reporters on Wednesday churches in the state may not reopen for a year. Pritzker might, must, must believe the First Amendment is optional, according to Gateway Pundit. As Cassandra Fairbanks previously reported on, reported an Illinois church filed a lawsuit against uh, Governor Pritzker in April for violating the First Amendment and the state's Religious Freedom Restoration Act. The lawsuit filed by the Thomas More Society on behalf of the beloved church in Lena claims that the governor has a hostility towards religious faith. Yeah, no kidding. If you're fine with one to two million, okay, allegedly we have 70,000 corona deaths. You can cut that in half. According to, go to the CDC website. Don't got to go past the first page now and go to the where they really break down the deaths because they end up meshing pneumonia, flu, and corona all together to get that number, okay? And it shouldn't be that way. And again, I'm telling you, what's gonna happen is you'll end up with the same amount of total flu deaths for a, flu, for a bad flu season as you end up with, with corona deaths with all the flus disappeared, but corona took their place. That's what's gonna happen. I, I will predict right now that number of total deaths in the United States doesn't go up at all. It's just Corona, all the deaths from heart attacks and strokes and cancer and pre-existing conditions and hospice cases that were diagnosed, that should have been diagnosed as those things, heart attacks, strokes, and cancers have been diagnosed COVIDs. So the total number of deaths is not going to go up. I, I predict it right now. I'm telling you, it'll all be credited to COVID. Pastor Steve Castle is seeking a temporary restraining order to stop him from being, being arrested if he holds a service beginning in May. We now know that top U.S. physicians based COVID-19, their COVID-19 plan ba- was based on a garbage model from the U.K., Neil Ferguson. Neil Ferguson, again. It could be more than a year before churches are allowed. Allowed! You can't do that! In order for Pritzker to do this, he has to amend the Constitution. Go ahead. Go amend it. Good luck with that. Horrendous. There's no chance. But go ahead. In order for you to say that a church can't open, you have to amend the Constitution. He doesn't have the right to do this. He doesn't have the right to keep you from assembling. He doesn't have a right to lock you down. He doesn't have the right to do it. He, you have to go amend the Constitution. You'd have to take away the Bill of Rights. You'd have to take away the First Amendment, the right to peaceably assemble, the right to religious practice on your own, of, of your choice. He can't say, he said that it could be more than a year before churches are allowed. He was never allowed. He was never allowed to take that from you, ever. But the pastors and the churches, you conceded, you submitted, and now look where you are. Pritzker announced a five-phase plan to reopen Illinois. Oh, thank you so much, Commissar. Yavol, ya commandant. 
five-phase plan to reopen Illinois that gives guidance to schools, businesses, churches. Oh, you know, Pritzker must know everything. You seen the man? He doesn't even know how to stop eating Big Macs. He needs to mix in some salads. He can't manage his own weight. And he's going to give guidance to schools, businesses, churches, and religious centers about when they will be allowed. You're not allowed to do that. It's not allowed. And you Americans, you've allowed this to happen to you. It's not allowed. They will be allowed to reopen in phase three. Gatherings up to, I'm going to read that again. And other religious centers about when they will be allowed to reopen. In phase three, gatherings of up to 10 people will be allowed. In phase four, gatherings of up to 50 people will be allowed. All of this in violation of the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. Gatherings of more than 50 people will not be allowed until phase five. During a press conference on Wednesday, Pritzker confirmed that churches will be held to the same standards and not be allowed to hold in-person services of more than 50 people until phase five, even if it takes more than a year to get to that position. And some of you, you still don't get it. Trying to reach you. Just listen, hate me, but love the truth. I'd rather you choose the truth. Listen. Even if you never come to my church, find one that's open. At least set the standard. You, there, we're not even, we're not even, we're, there's under, we're under no threat of violating the law here at all. What, what, name to me, Christian, name to me why you are home. The virus has a less than in the state of Florida, 0.1% post-infection death rate. Even if somebody with corona came and spit in your mouth, you have... A 0.001% chance of ever catching it in a 0.1 or less percent post-infection death rate. One-tenth of 1% or less. It's even less than that, depending on... You remember how you do the stats? 6% of the population, 6 to 13% of the population has it. You divide numbers of deaths by that number. That gives you your post-infection death rate. Florida has a 0.1% post-infection death rate at the lesser number. That means it's really probably like 0.05, 0.08% post-infection death rate. Like a 5 one-hundredth of 1% post-infection death rate. Think about it. Why are you home? It makes no sense. If you caught it, it's not a death sentence. It's the flu. The CDC just said it. All that's happened is they've documented day by day like an election. Remember election night when you sit there and you watch the states? I stay up all night watching Trump be elected. You watch the states, the numbers come in. You're sitting there watching it. That's what they've done for you. And you bought in and you got scared. And now you're really not scared anymore. You just don't want to be wrong. Well, you were wrong. You were wrong. You are wrong. You're home baking cookies and excusing yourself, saying that this is a great time for my family to get reconnected. You're living a lie. You're propagating a lie. You submitted to a lie given to us by Neil Ferguson. The blaze from today. Senator Rand Paul says the nationwide stay-at-home orders must cease if America is ever to get back on its feet. 
Speaking on Fox News, America's new newsroom, the Republican senator said the states continuing to enforce lockdown measures are sabotaging themselves as well as the United States and its economy in the long term. We have no money. Ogre Pastor just said it. Now the senator out of Kentucky just said it. We have no money. We have no rainy day account. We have no savings account. He said on Wednesday, the $3 trillion that we've just passed. It, listen, the three is, is out of, he quote, imaginary money. It's being borrowed basically from China. All these blue state governors who don't want to open their state, now they're, they're clamoring for federal money to bail them out because no state revenue is coming in. We don't have any money, Senator Rand Paul said. I read the, this, I got this from a Facebook friend of mine. I'm heading towards the end here. I got this from a Facebook friend of mine. And he said, I just I asked him if I could use this quote, and this is directly what he said, because I thought this summed up the American church. He goes, it's the same here in Australia. Churches are so integrated. Integrated means that they're in lockstep with their community and with the government and with the experts. Churches are so integrated that they feel they are showing the community how good and responsible they are. Is that you, Christian? Is that you with quarantining and wearing your mask? With your constant alcohol gel use, you, you feel like you're, you're showing the community how good and virtuous you are. You're showing the community that you're a liar. You're showing the community that you submitted to lies. You show the community that you don't believe the Bible because the Bible specifically says that you, no plague will come near your dwelling in the Old Testament and you can bind it from coming to you in the New Testament. So what Bible are you reading? preaching fear to your kids that's all you're doing and you're abiding in a lie submitting to a lie and in so doing lying yourself and now you found out you're wrong you know you're wrong you know you're wrong but you're hiding under the umbrella of love i'm just a loving person i don't want to be confrontational i don't want to you know tell people that they're wrong that uh, i hate to tell you have you read the gospels have you read the bible that we're, we're to reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine, preaching the word, 2 Timothy 4.2. Reprove is correct. Rebuke is to sternly correct. So he says, in the same, it's the same here. In Australia, churches are so integrated, they feel they are showing the community how good and responsible they are. So when all this is over, how am I to trust the local church pastor for prayer and protection where when, it, where when it matters the most, they run and hide. Pastors, you know, might not want to admit it, but that's what you did. If you didn't keep your church open, you ran and you hid. Well, I'm just trying, no, you're doing exactly. You're so integrated with people who are lost. You did what they told you to do. Not here, not now, not ever. All right, here's my last spiel for the night. How many of y'all want me to stay, keep going? <laughs> this is world record time, world record amount of time here. If social distancing was made permanent, that would save lives, right? It would. 
Made permanent to save lives. So why won't you make it permanent? I told you, you're already a killer. You've already spread the flu to somebody in your life that spread it to somebody that spread it to somebody that died. So we ought to make it permanent, right? Well, don't worry. There's people that do want to make it permanent. So why wouldn't you? Christian, conservative, liberal, staying at home. Why wouldn't you? If you don't do it, then that means you cost people their lives, right? The mask wearer, I do this for other people. So why aren't you gonna? Why haven't you worn that? Say you're say you're forty years. No, I'll put it in my age because the person who wrote that is somebody I went to high school with. Not wrote it, but espoused it on Facebook. So you're my age. So I went to school with you. I never saw you wear a mask during high when high school. I never saw it. Never saw you wear a mask. So if you if you decide to social if social distancing saves lives, and your prerequisite for how to live is I'll do anything to save a life then why, won't you, why weren't you wearing a mask for your entire life and why aren't you going to do it for the rest of your life? And if you don't buy into it, that means you're a killer, right? If we shut down all social gatherings for forever, all sports, that'll kill some of you that are sitting at home right now, right? Right? All sports, all parties, all concerts, it would save lives, right? Remember, you're a killer anyway. You're a killer anyway. So am I. We've all passed it on to somebody. We all have. Some flu that we've had, some cold, some flu, some pneumonia that we had, either whether we knew it or not, we passed it to somebody who passed it on to somebody who passed it on to somebody. You're already a killer. So if we close down all parties and concerts and sports events and church services for forever, it would save lives, right? So if you violate that, you care more about partying than saving lives, right? Right? No, it's the life that we've chosen to live. It's called freedom. Have you chosen travel? If you you travel and you're stuck in a tube with 200 people and you have the flu and don't know it, you're a killer. So shut it down for forever, right? That's what, you're, that's what you're espousing. That's what you're living. That's the lie that you're telling. You're not going to live that way. It's, I'm going to tell you this. Here's, a bold, here's another bold prediction. As soon as this comes and affects you, and I'm talking about more than your stupid toilet paper and paper towels, as soon as it affects your bottom line, you'll be running to my side. Maybe it'll be too late. Maybe it won't be. You'll be running to my side. If we shut down all travel for forever, right? It'd be safer. You're never going to travel again? If we shut down the economy for every weekend, what would that do? Trust me, former law enforcement officer, what would that do? Man, that would take a dramatic effect on, it would take a, it would lower crime exponentially. If we shut down the economy every weekend and did a universal lockdown, you would cut the murder rate in half by two-thirds. The goofball Chicago mayor, she can't control anything. There's more deaths in her city, gunshot deaths, than anywhere in the country. She can't control anyone, but she's going to lock everybody down. The murders are still going on there. And if you don't agree, okay, we... Shutting down the economy and putting everybody into a complete lockdown starting Friday Friday afternoon when you get off work and nobody can do anything until Monday morning when you go back to work. Would that or would that not save lives? Would it save lives or would it, would it not? It would. So you're choosing your weekend over lives, you hypocrites. 
That's what you say about people like me, but that's who you are. We're all that way. It's called freedom. You just haven't been adversely affected enough yet by this lockdown. It's coming for you. You keep it up, it's coming for you. You better pray people like me have an impact while we do your job for you. As we stand up for your rights for you while you sit at home baking cookies and sending out Facebook memes. Tom, this is a deadly virus. We have to do that. If you catch it, you die. That's all a bold-faced lie. It has at most a basically a 0.05% to a slightly over 0.1 in New York only. Does it even get even close to over 1%? But basically, by all the numbers... It has a 0.05 to 0.1% post-infection death rate, identical to the flu. It is not deadly. You are not surviving a bubonic plague. You are not keeping others from getting the bubonic plague by wearing your ridiculous mask. You're doing nothing but abiding in a lie. It's all false. The CDC, this is just from Wednesday. This is from Wednesday. And no, I don't trust these Fauci numbers. But allegedly, well, now they're saying we over have over 70,000 deaths. Real, But I believe our, which even if we have that many deaths, guess what your chance of dying in the United States from COVID is? You think it's the bubonic plague? What are the bubonic plague? Plague killed 50 to 75% of Europe. Not those post-infection of Europe. millions died say we have seventy thousand, right which i don't buy that i'll give you the fake numbers in the real here's the fake numbers at the cdc if we have seventy thousand deaths in the united states you have a 0.02 percent chance of ever dying of covid a 0.3 percent chance of ever catching it real death if you go by the real deaths was somewhere in the 30,000s. you have a 0.009 percent chance of dying of covid and where our real cases, we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 19 to 42 million cases of COVID, not 1 million, which drives down the death count exponentially. And now where, where do I get that from? Oh, nothing. Just the Miami study, Stanford study, New York study, Israel study, Boston study, LA County study, and Iran study. That's where it all comes from. Just read them yourself. Don't believe me. Why don't you take a minute from cookie baking and go and actually read some studies? That's, that, that, that's where we're at. The absolute worst that our country could be at is in the worst areas. It is nowhere near plague levels. It is 0.1% post-infection death rate. It makes no sense to lock down for Corona. No, it makes no more sense to lock down for Corona than it is for you to stop driving your car. No more sense. So why are you doing it? It makes no more sense to social distance, quarantine, or wear a mask for Corona than it does for the flu or pneumonia. How many people, how many people have died of pneumonia this year in the United States? 64,000. 64,000. 50 plus thousand from the flu. So where's your mask? Come on, you're a killer. You're, you're, you were a killer. You know what? Back in October, flu season runs from October through May, right? Where was your mask? Where, where, where was it? Where, 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 I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I was out and about. I, didn't, I never saw a mask. 
Where was it? You're a killer. This is all put out to you. It was just a documentation, a day-by-day documentation of a flu season, and you bought it. Not only did you buy it, you reached down, and not only did you grab your ankles, you voluntarily grabbed them, grabbed a hold of them hard, and then jumped on the lap of the government and let them pitch you like a dog. But don't let the numbers get in the way of your cause, of your self-esteem, your fear, Yourself, this is giving me a cause to go after some self-meaning. I get to feel self-important as I'm out there wearing my stupid mask. Outside of flu measures, the travel ban was wise while it was unknown. And of course, you do the usual flu measures of locking down nursing homes because they're vulnerable. That's what happens all the time. Outside of flu measures, listen to me, nothing should have been done. Nothing, nothing should have been done. And I mean nothing. I have zero buy-in, 0.0 buy-in. Not one business should have closed. Not one school should have closed. Not one business should have partially closed where you can have six people, you can have 10 people, six feet apart. Nothing that, none of that should have happened. Not one mass gathering, not one church. Not one, not one church should have closed. Not one mass gathering should have been canceled. There never should have been a drive-through church service. If you do a drive-through church service, you're buying the lie that it's more than the flu. If you're saying it's more than the flu, you're a liar. You're a liar. There never should have been an online service or a drive-through service. If you did that, pastors, without taking your pinch, you bought into a lie. There never should have been social distancing. The six-foot rules never should have been in existence. No quarantines, no lockdowns. We should never have to ever hear the term reopening our economy. It never should have been closed down. And now reopenings never should have happened. And by the way, right now, there shouldn't be any phase one, phase two, phase three, or any of that stuff. There never should have been anything to get us to that level, but everything should be open tomorrow. There's no justification not to. It's the flu. By the numbers, it's the flu. There never should have been one snitch line. There never should have been one stupid, ridiculous mask. The numbers show clearly there was zero need for draconian measures. And this is finally where I'm finishing. Two hours and 45 minutes in. They were all lies birth from the university of washington birth from dr neil ferguson birthed by dr fauci anthony fauci and by dr burks whispered lies into the ears of the president and numerous others they were all lies listen to these bible verses john chapter 8 verses 44 and 45 You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. What made the devil a murderer? Not holding to the truth. Christian, don't tell me how loving you are because you don't use inflammatory language like I do, but you're abiding, supporting, submitting, and propagating a lie. You're not loving. You're a liar. Read Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. 
about all those that are going to experience the lake of fire. And it says, all liars. You know you're wrong. Admit it. Where are all the bodies? Where are they? We've had less than 40 total deaths. Less, look at me, less than 40. No, wait, 30. Less than 50 total deaths in the two counties that I live in. Sarasota County and Charlotte County with a total combined population of 640,000 people. We've had less than 50 deaths. Why are you home and not in church? Why was the devil a liar? Because he did not hold the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. What's the last verse Jesus said? Why didn't people believe him? Because he told them the truth. Christian, you might be the same way. Conservative, you might be the same way. Somebody's telling the truth, and because they're telling you the truth, you don't believe them, because you're adhering to the lie. If a lie is your truth, then you don't believe the truth. That's what was happening with Jesus. Who was he talking to? Pharisees and Sadducees, the unbelieving, unbelieving religious leaders of the day. He came to them with the truth, and because it was the truth, and because they abided in lies, they didn't believe him because he was telling the truth. Because for them, lies are truth. If you are quarantined, if you are wearing a mask, if you are social distancing, you are believing and submitting to a lie. If you know better, then you're propagating and lying yourself. You cannot buy in or follow any lie as a Christian. You need to study to show yourself approved. Have you read the Miami study, the Stanford study, the LA study? I have. You studying to show yourself approved? Or you just believe in whatever anybody tells you. Or, you or, or maybe it's just all about you. You want, you want a cause. My cause my, I am part of the Corona cause. I'm part of the Corona Orthodox Church, Coronatology. That's what I believe in now. It's all a lie. No, you're, not, you're, not, you're not emerging from your quarantine. Oh, we survived. You survived nothing. You survived a documented flu season. Well, I'm saving lives by not going out. You're a killer anyway. You've already given somebody the flu before. And the, the corona is the same as the flu. As a Christian, even as a conservative, you cannot buy into any lie. To any length, little or not. A lie is a lie through and through. Do you, how, how was abortion started? How was abortion started? I'm going to do this really quick. How was abortion started? Six lies. Jane Roe had been raped. That was a lie. Lie number two, 60% of Americans wanted legalized abortion. That was a lie. Lie number three, one million illegal abortions had taken place in the United States. That was a lie. It was actually um, a number approaching under 100,000. Number four lie, 10,000 women died annually from illegal abortions. The number was actually 300. That's how, that's how we birthed abortion. Number five lie, legal abortion would lead to safe abortion. That's incorrect. Thousands of women have died. Number six, the embryo, the embryo fetus preborn are not human beings. That's also a bold-faced lie. What else could it be? Two people had sex, formed a person. It's a person. This is no different. 
Look at, look at the impact this has had, and it's all lies, and Christians are leading the way. We're community partners. Look how good and virtuous we are because we're submitted to our government, and we're submitting to our community. You're not. You're abiding in a lie, lying yourself, propagating, and submitting to a lie. That's how abortion started, submitting to lies. Should sound eerily familiar to you. Here is where I'm actually finishing. The truth is, this virus with a 0.1% post-infection death rate, with a chance, a solid chance you've already had it and already got past it. The problem is that the virus itself, Israel, the response to it, was based on two very important lies. And this is where I'm finishing. Two very important lies. Number one, just like, the, like abortion, same thing, lies. And now one to two million babies in the United States alone die every year from abortion. 42 million worldwide, worldwide die of abortion because people believed lies. The problem, here's the two lies about corona. This is a death sentence. In other words, it's more than the flu. It's a death sentence. No, it's exactly the same. It's the exact same statistics as the flu, including post-infection death rate. Number two, the absurd tyrannical response was needed. Those are the two lies. If you buy into any of that on any level, well, I believe in taking some reasonable precautions. Lie. I wrote a list of them here to finish. You cannot submit to these lies. You cannot buy into these lies in any way, shape, or form. That it's a death sentence, that it's more than the flu, and that the tyrannical response was needed. You cannot buy into any of those lies in any way, shape, or form. I see political commentators that I love still buy into lies. I believe that we can open safely. You just bought into it. You just bought into it. You just submitted to the lie. There's no need to reopen safely. Just reopen. Well, you know, we were using, you know, we were doing these things, but we were following pro- proper social distancing guidelines. I hear that from hardcore conservative commentators. You just bought the lie, just like a boy. You're, you're pro-life, aren't you? Abortion was propagated on six lies. You're doing the exact same thing with corona. Quarantine, uh, you know, if you hear somebody talking about quarantine workouts, buy-in, lie. Numbering quarantine days, quarantine day 47, you just bought into the lie. All right, you hear the, th- the commercials where your house has become a school. That's buy into the lie, submitting to the lie. Online services, drive-in services, buy into the lie. Worse than the flu, bought into the lie. I even heard one of my favorite, like I was saying a minute ago, one of my favorite conservative commentators talking about one of the stories that I read to you today. And he said about the barbershop owner. Well, the barbershop owner had every ability to do it uh, safely. You just bought in, conservative commentator. Why are you talking about him having to do it safely? It's just a documented flu season. Why does he have to do anything safely more so than before? If you say that, you just bought in and submitted to the lie. Reopen safely, buy in and submit it to the lie. This, this is going to offend some people. And I love doctors and nurses and first responders. I was a first responder for 25 years. But when you see the videos of the patients being rolled out that survived corona and the doctors and the nurses and everybody's clapping, you just bought into the lie that it's more than the flu. 
64,000 people this year have died of pneumonia. Where was their applause? Where was the recovered patients from pneumonia? Where was their applause? If you applaud and you give special treatment to people because they survived corona, you bought into the lie. I want everybody to live. I love all these people. I want them to live. But I'm not going to in any way, shape, or form buy into the lie. If you go to somebody and you say, you know what, Jesus will save you from this apocalyptic pandemic, you just lie to them to save them. If you go to somebody and say, I know that this coronavirus has caused great stress and Jesus is the answer, you just lie to them to save them. You know, I believe you've lost your job because of the coronavirus and Jesus is your provider and I offer Jesus. You just lie to them. The coronavirus didn't do any of those things. The response to it did. And now you buying into you're buying into it to allegedly try to win them really to your version of Jesus. If you wear a mask, you've bought in. If you say, "Oh, it's okay if people wear a mask," or I'm just I believe in reasonable precautions, you just bought into a lie. It will never ever be the same until the lie is addressed. Any adherence to the lie or submission to it that the any adherence to it to the lie is basically saying let's continue the way that we're going and we're going bankrupt the virus is not going away but the lie can listen there's still people think that the flu the flu hasn't gone away we have flu a we have flu b we have h1n1 it's not gone away just because there's a vaccine either that doesn't make the vaccine does not fly through the air and eradicate the virus and many people believe that the including me the vaccines are useless anyway but i mean this is not going away but the lies about it can go away and in order for us to get back to normal they have to go away the lie can't even just be addressed the lie has to be eradicated and defeated it has to be 10-person limit, buy-in. Worse than the flu, buy-in. Six-foot rule, buy-in. There is a way, there, this is why I stay home, buy-in. Unprecedented times, buy-in. That's it. I'm done. I'm just telling you, you cannot in any way, shape, or form buy into the lie, submit to the lie, talk the lie there's a whole new corona orthodox religion and it's got its own language and you have to and basically if you're going to worship at the the corona orthodox church you definitely have to do it at home online and you got to be burning incense to burks fauci and gates you cannot buy into any measure of the lie you talk in the 10 10 person in the room rule the six foot distance rule we could open safely rule phase one phase two phase three reopening rules you've bought in and all the even red state governors that are saying those things have bought into a measure of the lie therefore making sure that we stay like we are because until the lie is is eradicated and totally disproven which it already has been we will stay in the mess that we are in because well how's it going to change how how is anybody going to unless you unless you prove the lie to be wrong which has already been proven how's anybody going to go to a football game again 
How is anybody going to jam into a restaurant again? How is anybody going to go to churches again? If you believe the lies, how would, how would, how would society ever be normal again? How, how will you go on, on Black Friday and jam into those stores again if you believe the lies? See, it'll never be normal again until you understand those two things. The coronavirus is a death sentence. The coronavirus is more than the flu, putting those two together, and the response, the draconian response was needed if you believe those two lies, that coronavirus is a death sentence and the draconian response was needed, how will we ever get back to normal? Why, how would anybody walk into another jam-packed event again? How would anybody do it? They're terrified. You have to get rid of the lie. Listen to this Bible verse. This is where I'll finish. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. We demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Pray with me. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. We thank you for tonight. I thank you for all those that are on here. I pray for everybody that's watching, even those that are opposed to me. I pray, Lord, that not my truth, but that your truth would invade every single whole heart, soul, mind, body, and spirit that are watching tonight. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Listen, have a great weekend. I will see you Saturday. God bless you.